What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the What's That Noise podcast. And I believe that this is the lucky number 10 episode. Hang on. It is! Look at that. Cool. Sick. Okay, guys. So, today, uh, I finally got my fiance to do a podcast with me. I think she can hear me from the bathroom. Can you hear me? Yeah, she can hear me. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so, yeah, today we discussed Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token. And, uh, yeah, fucking, I, I won't make this intro too long. The podcast itself was pretty fucking long, but I will say I had a lot of fun. Um... I hope you guys have all had a fucking awesome week since last week, and I am excited to be back this week with a, a guest this time. So, yeah, fucking mint. Yeah, this is Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token with my fiance, Hannah. We'll be right back. So, here we go. And we're back <laughs> with, <laughs> with finally, my fiance, Hannah. Hi. Hi. She's a little nervous. No, a lot of nervous. <laughs> You're going to do fine. Don't <laughs> worry. But, yeah. How you doing? This is awkward. I see you it's every so single day. It's so awkward. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. We just got done with inventory at work and I don't know, just yeah. chilling, tired. How's the horsey doing? Horse is good. We went on our first trail ride yesterday. Yeah. You were telling me a little bit about that, but how'd it go? It was good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. That's all you got? Good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As good as my uh, new three-year-old horse can go down a trail, yeah. I guess. So well, you said he did good, though. No, he was good. Yeah, he was good. He's a good boy. Given, given the circumstances. Yeah, he is absolutely in love with Hannah, her horse locket. He uh, he won't leave her alone. Like when she was telling me, basically, like when she'll let him out to go do his free time shit, he'll just like look for her and follow her around. He's pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> he is a sweet boy. I love him. All right, so. Shut up, GTA ringtone. Today, yeah, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we're doing Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token. Yes. Yes, which yes. is an album that I absolutely love, and I'm glad you got me to listen to it. And I'm going to interject here <coughs> that Brendan is awful at listening to things that I tell him to listen to. Not so just it, you, it's anybody. It, okay, well, you, <laughs> me specifically, I feel like it's a lot worse. Though he will not listen to things that I tell him to listen to. And I... Hate to brag, but I think I have a pretty good music taste. And he is just like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna listen to that. No, I don't. I'm not gonna listen to this. Yeah. So now that he's finally like, oh, I'm gonna listen to it for the podcast. He's like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, no shit, yeah. right? Well, it's good. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you know, come on. You gotta. <laughs> Jacob called me out for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Piece I can't remember shit. which episode of ours. I think it was the Sent Paternal album. But he called me out not only for that, but like I won't watch things that people tell me to watch. I just like. I don't know why. I just I just don't. <laughs> Can you not look at me while you're talking? No, it's a little bit <laughs> This is awkward, okay? <laughs> like everybody else, I don't know why it's so awkward with you. It should be the least awkward with you because we live together. And we've seen each other naked. We have done that. <laughs> we have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your mother listens to this. Yeah, she knows. I'm an adult. It's yeah, fine. Well, potty mouth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, okay, so I have two questions uh -huh. that I, I like to ask people about the album. And the first one is, what made you pick this album? This album is unlike any other album I've probably listened to in, like, my entire life. It is so its own being yeah. that it's just... It's crazy. It blew my mind. Like, mm -hmm. the, like the singles, when the singles came out, like... They were great, but mm -hmm. I feel like when this album came out, it was like, 
holy fucking shit. Like we've talked about it before on the podcast, not you and me, but just me and some other guests. I can't remember which one, but that like there's something about singles where like you hear them and you're like, oh, cool. Oh, I think actually I did this when I talked about dogma by myself, but like. I heard the singles for that album and I was like, eh, and then I heard it in the context of the full album, I think, and it blew my mind. It was I think the same. I was the same way with Dogma, too. Yeah. And I think that's something kind of here. Like the singles on their own for Take Me Back to Eden were amazing. I'm assuming it was The Summoning, Chokehold, Choke Hold, Do You Wish That You uh, Loved Me, Aqua Regia, Granite, um, and then Do You Wish That You Loved Me yeah. was the last one, I think, before the album came out. But it's like, it's like looking at the big picture when you hear it in context of the full album. Like, yeah. you're getting the story of it all at once. It just, yeah. So I agree. I think that's a... I and think we'll, we'll probably talk, we'll talk about it later as far as, like, as how it goes from front to back to the album, how well they play off of each other. Mm-hmm. And when I was first listening to it, the first song on the album, which we'll we'll, we'll get to, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a questionable beginning to the album. But when you listen to it from front to back, mm-hmm. and when you get to the ending song, you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You're like, this makes sense. And the second question that I like to ask is, when did this album click for you? I'm assuming just the first time you heard it all in context. Yeah. I vibed very hard with the singles. Mm-hmm. Super, super hard with the singles. So it's... Probably when the summoning came out, I think that I, that might have been the first one. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look it up, but um, that might have been the first one. Probably. So when the summoning came out, I was like, "We got to watch out for these guys," mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it was like, but when the album came out, it was when you get past all of the single songs. It was like, I felt like I got hit, hit by a truck mm-hmm. with how good that fucking album was. Yeah, I think chokehold was the first single. They all released in the same year, but no, it was chokehold. Chokehold yeah. was the first one. Yeah. So yeah, it was the summoning was when it was like, which is fair because that song's awesome. And to be fair, it also blew up on TikTok too. So I mean, yeah, it blew up so much. Like I had heard that one part of the song at the very end that, and I didn't even know that like that was a sleep token song because it doesn't like you look at the band and you wouldn't assume that like, that's no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was some pop Aren't artist these guys? that blew up. Yeah, but. All right, yeah. And I don't so. know if he did his homework and listened to the album before this. Who, me? Yeah. You didn't, did you? I did a couple. T- I didn't get to listen to it too much. Look, okay, here's the thing. So he got all mad at me for not taking notes. I didn't get mad at you. But he also didn't listen to the album that he was supposed to no, before okay. this one. No, okay, hold up. I didn't get <laughs> mad. She was nervous. And I told her earlier in the week, if you write down notes, it makes some of the nerves go away. And she just didn't listen. No, <laughs> we're just winging it. So, so before we get into this, there was something that I actually, um, I looked up cause like, I'm always very curious and I've kind of heard a couple things from you kind of like what the, the quote unquote story of this band is. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've heard that essentially the story is, and I think I've confirmed this, that vessel, the singer of this band, essentially the story is he is a vessel for this deity or demon known Called as sleep. sleep. Yeah. Yep. So. I wrote this down. I'm not sure why, but uh, so the the their rune altogether, mm-hmm. the sleep token is what it's called. Yeah, the rune is a harbinger a harbinger of positive change concerning not only the material aspect of life but also the spiritual. It pertains an imminent improvement within real love, which one can interpret as sleep. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it means. Is yeah. It's like, and that, that I'll kind of talk about this more. I I've at least cracked my code, <laughs> my <laughs> Your narrative own sleep token of yeah code. of what "Take Me Back to Eden" represents as an album. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with what this what I just mentioned there. So, do you want to do you want to start getting into the tracks here? Yeah. Or do you have anything else to say before we get to it? That's pretty much it. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, first song is "Chokehold." Yep. First single. Yep. First single. And uh, I wrote down here that the first notes I get from this song is that from a songwriting standpoint, instrumentally and vocally, everything is very precise. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't feel like anything. There's no, you'll hear like musicians when they're writing songs talk about trimming the fat off of certain songs, getting rid of certain things. I don't see anything that could, that is a part of this song that doesn't work like everything from the front to the back works perfectly it's all masterfully masterfully done what are you laughing at no i was the i was oh, trying to mic. adjust the mic and i'm like because i keep bumping it with my chin and my nose oh that'll be fun to don't just hear yeah <laughs> an occasional donk but yeah what do you think about this like i essentially to wrap that up i don't think that there's a second wasted there's not a note mm-hmm. wasted on this song no. front to back and this one, I was a little nervous I, when the, the album came out and this was the intro track. Or not, well, I wouldn't call it the intro. Well, I guess you'd call it an it's intro track, kind of. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is a weird choice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very weird choice for it to be the beginning of the album. But contextually with the rest of the album, it works so well. That's how it I felt. It was so well. I guess like. As a single, you're like, oh. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. As an outsider that didn't really know a damn thing about this band at all before like actually sitting down and listening to this hearing that song at first it was i almost want to like equate it to not musically or in any sort of way but just like as perfect of an opening track as like kingdom of cards is on finding god before Mm -hmm. god finds me it's just it's very much its own thing and yeah i i couldn't think at this point of another song to start off this album Mm -mm. yeah nope it's great i i also put down that uh, it's very visceral. Like it, this is something that we, I think, we'll talk about a lot with Vessel's vocal performances. It's very raw, very emotional. Like you, he's putting everything into all of his performances, yeah. and it starts out strong here with that. Um, another thing I put out, which I guess kind of fits the the narrative of this band, is that it's very hypnotic. Yeah, you know, I feel like they have. It's oh my god, it's, it's so corny. It's yeah. so, I feel like they have put a spell. No. on me yeah literally is what it feels like to listen to these songs because his like his vocals and i i'm a technical girl i really like super technical thought out instrumentals i don't like the basic i mean i'll listen to it whatever but i love when there's so much thought and there's so much production put into mm-hmm. the way that they write music and just the i mean I feel like even the drumming alone is a little like yeah Takes, it's it, very tribal it, almost. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it's, yeah. oh my God, I love the drummer, by yeah, the way. I'm he's like, great. I, two, which I love he? you. <laughs> is that two? It's two, okay, yeah. Okay, for sure, yeah. I didn't know. I just know, basically, I guess we'll talk about that real I quick, I think too. it's two. Nobody knows who these people are. People think, yeah. and they guess at who certain people are, but they don't know for certain. The singer is called Vessel, and then the rest of the members in the band are simply just called two, three, and four. I don't know if there's, is there four? There is four, yeah. Okay. I looked it up the other day. I have day. them on Instagram. Do you really? They have Instagrams? Yeah, they do. Does Vessel have an Instagram or no? Um, I do not believe so. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He seems like something. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Um, two is the drummer. So there's two, three is the bassist, and then uh, 
be five. Is that five? No, that's four. Four? Okay, yeah. so four is the guitarist. Yeah. So. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, because V We're is looking five. at, what is that? What did you call Roman what, numerals. Roman numerals, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. awful so v, at those. I only remember because of Star Wars. Is it a I five? Used to say five is X. Five is. Yeah. No, no, no. five is V. God Five is V, yeah. I, I always remember because I, I used to say <laughs> IV, A New Hope, or V, Empire Strikes Back, or VI, Return of the Jedi. I was never that That's the only reason why I remembered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this song to kind of just wrap it up, it's perfectly executed. Um, the verses really are the first one, especially, is very chilled, very laid back, and then the chorus just kind of grabs your attention, doesn't let you go. I can't say that this is anything but a ten out of ten. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. I do this every podcast. I, You've listened, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just the rating system. Yeah. 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 So, I rated a gas. A gas. <laughs> gas. Yeah. Um, it's my new favorite one. I'll come up with my own probably by mid mid podcast. Yeah. But yeah, ten out of ten, smash hit. Yeah. I agree. An opening smash hit is yeah. what I'll call it. There you go. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So next we move on to the summoning. God. I love this song. Fucking love this album. This I, song. Like, my entire experience of listening to this album for the first time is colored by the fact that I was at work, I had a headphone in. And I was sitting listening to it and I got distracted by something and I'm listening to the verse of this song. And it's very like chuggy. It almost reminds me of Tool. Just very prog rocky. Yeah. And then the chorus hits. That's fine. The, it's your house. Do what you want to. Um, and the chorus hits. And when I heard the chorus, I had to stop and I restarted the song. And I had like, to listen wait, to it all the way from wait, the beginning. Because I was wait. like, that was crazy what I just heard. Yeah. Anybody that like really knows this band knows this song. Um, from a songwriting standpoint, this song is fucking insane. This is another thing that I'll bring up about these guys. Like instrumentally... This is something that Cameron and I have talked about. Lee and I have talked about. It's not very like super crazy technical from a writing standpoint. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it opens the song up to really have so many different things go on. That's where you get all of the really cool post-production pieces and all of the background stuff. And having Vessel's voice sit right where it does so perfectly. It feels like there's no ego involved at all in the writing process of this. Like mm -hmm. it's just super honest and right it's, it's they're doing exactly what they want to do yeah and i love that so much and it's so fucking unique yes. like we have not i don't think we've seen a band anywhere like this no not and at it's all. and it's interesting to me because it's there it's such a blend of everything that i enjoy and love mm -hmm. about music quite literally yeah it's we're just fucking wild yeah. that a band like that came out because i feel like i have got an interesting like music taste music taste mm -hmm. and it's you know f to find something that's like everything that mm -hmm. i love about music in one band and not is only weird that, in one fucking song here oh yeah I you mean, know what yeah. i mean like because you're right the band does do a bunch of stuff that's something you'll see a lot where a lot of bands will just kind of they're doing this thing where they'll kind of just do an album full of songs of whatever they want right but this one song in particular has like five different genres yeah. in one thing yeah like it starts out like uh, progressive rock to anthemy chorus mm -hmm. to metalcore verse, and then the end of the song is straight up like dirty R and B. Yeah. Like it's just it's so crazy. And then even in the metal sections, like the metalcore sections, it's super like jazzy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's it's crazy. You to got me. some gent in there. Yeah. Like oh, I love it's it. crazy that they're able to do so much in in one thing, mm -hmm. like in one fucking song. I, I put down here that the sheer creativity of the song. 
is like it's something that I feel like because I, I wouldn't necessarily call them like a metal band, but I definitely mm-hmm. would categorize them in our scene. Yeah. You know, it's something that this scene I think needs is just like a band to come along and just do whatever they want mm-hmm. to show. Like you don't have to like follow this formula. That, I, I feel like that's something that has it, it's kind of a theme right now mm-hmm. is just like people doing the same shit well I, like we're in such a transitional period right now like we're moving away from traditional albums right mm-hmm. it's becoming a singles game and with singles you always want to write you know the best song and so like what's the idea that all these metal bands are going for they're going for basic pop song writing structure mm-hmm. right you have intro verse pre-chorus chorus verse two pre-chorus chorus and then in our case breakdown chorus end yeah and that's every single song which i mean it works there's a lot of great songs coming out but it's cool to see a band like this do that and like completely break the mold mm-hmm. and get fucking gigantic recognition for it. It just, yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking unbelievable. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. by it, Oh yeah. No, mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorites. Just the chorus. Just, oh my God. The chorus and his vocals. Makes me feel like I'm I... playing. <laughs> God. It's so crazy. Well, it's again. Raise me up. Yeah. Again, (laughs) it's another example of like this almost like it's (laughs) the way that I've been thinking about it is like, you remember like when scene and emo music really started and then we hit that like every parent thinking that it was super satanic. Mm -hmm. They were looking in the wrong area. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's something satanic in anything. It has to be in this fucking album because it just I don't really get like satanic vibes no, but you i know just what I mean. get like, like it's witchcraft i don't know witchcraft. It's okay just, witchcraft yes yeah yes. it's just like it's blowing yes. my mind i was literally this song the yesterday. hold that this album mm-hmm. has on me i was <laughs> trying to clean the house yesterday and i just kept playing this song over and over mm-hmm. i could not stop like i'd get halfway through the song and i'd have to stop cleaning i'm singing along and then it would end and i'd be like one more time <laughs> and i'd run it back and i haven't done that with music really since i was like a kid like 13 to 16, just played one song. But it song took you yeah, how long to get into know, this album? I know, Jesus I know. Christ. It's a great fucking Jesus album. Christ. I, you're right. You're 100% correct. Um, something I kind of want to talk about too, kind of. So, you know what? I'm holding off. I'm holding off. I'm going to wait until we get to a specific song. Okay. Then I'll bring it up. Okay. Um, I really do think this is one of the best songs that we've had come out of our scene ever. I... I can't say yes not because yes. there's yes it's it's so creative yes yeah. there's so much ingenuity in one song and like i could sit here and talk about it forever i am genuinely truly blown Shut away up. by the pure Sorry. you're fine i'm blown <laughs> away by the pure artistry on this one song one alone. song yeah it's i mean they're all all of them yeah. we could probably say the same shit for i agree over, well we're gonna get to but, one song and we're gonna argue about it but yes, that's okay talking in context <laughs> though this is like the first song that yeah. like for me i'm like what the fuck just happened <laughs> like i couldn't even rate it i just put a million out of ten unbelievable wow like there's nothing that i could put wow. down no jokey gas no hit nothing like this is just an unbelievable song i i'm completely blown away by king it. yes yes but- that one's like hundred and fifty percent. The goat. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Do you want to rate it? What? 
I said the goat. Oh, the goat. It's the goat. Okay, got you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I rock with that. Yeah. Is that going to be yours? Is the goat? I guess maybe. Can <laughs> I? Can I? Can I do a, a goat noise at the end every time I do it? Sure. Yeah. It's a goat. I don't want to do it. <laughs> you nervous to do a goat noise? I'm not gonna make a goat noise. No, because I don't know how loud it's gonna be. You're People fine. are gonna be like, "Oh my god." I could turn it down. Hey, you know, whatever. Have you heard the <laughs> intro to this podcast? <laughs> there uh, isn't a goat noise in that intro, though. There isn't. No. It's fair. Or Jonesy meowing. Speaking of which, did you hear him at the beginning of the podcast no. calling at the door? Oh, was he? Yes. It's because his, sitting there. You it's can see his him. mom is in here. You can see his little shadow down there. Jonesy. No, no nothing. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, we have Granite. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah. You're going to keep hearing me say, oh, my God, at the beginning of every. That's fine. Well, I, not every one of these, but. I tell everybody, man. Like, it's the, it's. This is that's all this podcast is. It's just the same shit repeated over and over <laughs> again. Like, so I put down essentially to start off that this band's ability to change genres at the drop of a hat blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like you, you end the last song with this R and B section. You come back in with this. I mean, I guess technically it does work a little better because the song, if I remember correctly, it starts off kind of a little poppier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the chorus is too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> I just put down to true creative freedom. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing, yeah. What do you have to say about it? Like I I just I love I want to keep saying I love the choruses of these songs. That's fine. But They're I do amazing love choruses. these fucking Oh, and the like the lined like the like I was more than just a body in your passenger seat. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> He does that a lot. That's something we haven't talked about yet actually. It's his very interesting take on uh, lyric writing it's 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 draped in imagery and metaphor it's for it some... confuses the fuck out of me yeah but like there's bits and pieces where like i'm like oh i can relate to that or yeah. oh i get this <laughs> i think there's like there's certain things i'm just looking up the album so i can have the lyrics ready to go but there's certain things that like I overanalyze a lot in my life. No. And one of the things that I like to overanalyze is lyrics. I like to figure out what these metaphors are trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that later on in the album more and more. But uh, I do want to say some of my favorite uh, lyrics in the song. Where are they, man? Oh, uh. Parting at the door, we'd rather be six feet under than be lonely. If you had mm-hmm. a problem, then you should have told me. Before you started getting all aggressive and controlling, you only drink the water when it's holy. I love that. To me, what that is essentially saying, too, is like... It ties into something I'll get into when we get to Ascensionism. But it's saying to me... it's. I, I don't think that it's too far-fetched to say that a lot of this, if not all of this album, is talking about a relationship gone yep. bad. Oh, yeah. Um, in context of the story, I don't know if he's trying to say that sleep is the entity that is like this toxic relationship that he's having. Um, obviously, I think that's a metaphor for a real-life relationship that he had. But lines like, you only drink the water when it's holy, what that sounds like to me is you only put the effort in when you feel like you'll get something out mm. of it you know it's it's little things like that that i love sitting down and looking over and really kind of figuring out because i i like writing lyrics i like I, I want to get better at doing this kind of thing with this wild speech and metaphor and imagery and all that into mm-hmm. one and i think he does that so beautifully and there's a like there's a plus to doing stuff like that because people can make their own exactly 
how they how it like because people will have different definitions for everything Mm -hmm. and that'll be like they relate to this song in a different way than the next person will Mm -hmm. so and that's kind of cool about the way that he writes is it's people can relate to it however they damn well please do so that's something i brought up before too especially during the homesick one like there were songs where i had my own like thought of what this song possibly could be about Mm -hmm. and Cameron came in with like Jeremy McKinnon actually saying what these songs were about and it just blew my mind how like just he was able to do the same thing with something so serious there was one song in particular I believe was holding holding it down for the underground and it was about he was on tour and several of his very close family members died and so he's on the road and it's him talking about you know, having to basically make that decision to stay on the road because it's not only his life, whatever. Yeah. But to me, it meant something completely fucking different. You know, like it's just crazy how people are able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very valuable. It's a very valuable trait to be able to leave the interpretation up to whoever. Yeah, exactly. Whoever. Well, give the it, consumers. Exactly. You give it to yeah. the audience and you let it mean to them. God damn it. What it needs to just turn off your ringer. I'm sorry. You're fine. What is it? You're you're more upset oh about God. it than I am. People are yeah. <laughs> I don't think people are gonna care. Just you so you know, I like GTA. Yeah. If you didn't know already. But yeah. Um. <coughs> what else did I say about this song? Do you have anything else to say about the song before I just continue mumbling? It's really hard because I'm just a fangirl, yeah. and so I'm just, fine. <laughs> I'm just so diehard. Talk about whatever you with want to this talk band. About. Yeah. It's and a- it's hard when I can't just sit here and listen to it, or else I'll get our podcast taken down. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was able to do that for my solo podcast, and I was like, <laughs> "Do what nice. for?" You? Just like have it playing in my headphones. Oh, that was nice. That's but, a good idea. Yeah. Just one little. Well, no, yeah, you could if you wanted to. No, it's okay. It's too late yeah. now. Too late no, now. It's okay. But yeah, I think to end this off, what I had to say was, um, yeah, I basically mirrored you here that the chorus of the song is infectious. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. The post production in this track really grabbed my attention. Um. The, the chugging guitars with the super peaceful bells in the background. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I think this song is absolutely gorgeous. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Straight banger. Yeah? Yeah. You agree? Yep. It's yep. hit. Okay. Hit. <laughs> hit. Is that your goat noise? No. Oh, that sounded no, like No, I said hit. Sounded like you went hit. No. <laughs> Can't do a goat noise. No. It, honestly, my goat noise would be fairly realistic. So yeah, you do do it's a very real, Is it the goat yell? No, no, I don't do the yell. It's like a not like a like a bleat. Oh, like, does it call that the bleat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleat? bleat. I think. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't have goats. I'm not. A I, I'm a horse girl, but I'm not a goat girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Goats Next. are smelly. <laughs> really? <laughs> they are. Oh, yeah, They've got right. just like a that is smell. The smell is goats. Is goats? Yeah, and probably sheep. Yeah, well, sheep, both of those. Sheep yeah. fucking stink too. Okay, so next, Aquaregia. I love this song. It's one of my favorites. Don't you start. I don't get your... I mean, to be fair, you don't like one of my favorite songs. I definitely... I don't not yeah. like, but your favorite song is my least favorite, too. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you start. What don't you like about this song? I don't like the chorus of this really? one. So, and like, like, that's a main thing for me is like, I have to feel something with the chorus. And this chorus does not do it for me. Like, I love the ending of this song. And the like the beginning like, what would you even? I don't know how you'd even describe the like, the way that the like intro of the song is and like the outro it's the like eighties synth wave. That's yes, what makes me yeah, love the song. Yeah. is that yes because I love eighties synth wave. It gives such a nostalgic vibe, which I think fits the concept of this album super well. Because 
fuck it, I'll just get into it. Where I really started feeling this way was with Ascensionism, but I believe the Eden that he is referring to is the blissful part of a relationship that was quickly taken away. Mm -hmm. That Eden is this, like, heavenly place where you, you know, you think you found your person and then it's all snatched away after the fact. Mm -hmm. So songs like Aqua Regia, um, Chokehold, or uh, The Summoning, I think those are all, there's parts later on in the album too, but I think that's kind of all reflecting on different parts of the album. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of references to chemical stuff in this song too, right? Like, uh, what is it? Aqua Regia, Oxytocin, running in the ether mm-hmm. silicone ballroom subatomic interactions if it's all good gold flush acid flux saturate me i can't get enough cold yeah. love hot blood running to your heart when you're thinking of like it's all it's again it comes from i think my overanalyzation of lyrics that's part of the reason why i love this song so much but uh lyrically it's a good song i I, I lyrically i love the lyrics of the song i love the lyrics of the chorus One of the, but yeah. the the chorus yeah i don't know it just does not it doesn't I, do it for me. Com- like comparative to the other ones, I agree. The chorus is not, but I think it serves this hit. song well. It's it's eh, morose. It's almost like it's it's not like he's like telling us the story, writing it from the point of view of he's still in this happy place. It's almost like he's looking back at it mm-hmm. and feeling whatever feelings you feel in a situation like that. That's kind of I think that's why I enjoy it. It's very reflective. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I do disagree with you there. I think this chorus, it it. Serves I think in the its song. own right, yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's as nothing a like whole. any of the other ones, right? Yeah. yeah, it's super different. But one of my favorite lines in this song too is, uh, it's the way that he performs it. The well, my past is a holy book. A call from Olympus ringing off the, the hook. hook. I fucking love that so yep. much. Yeah, it's good. This song is good. I like the fucking. Oh my god, the. Uh, the fucking piano section of this song, his little piano solo mm-hmm. that he gets, I fucking love that. It's so good. It like, if it, it's like if elevator music came to life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. love it. It's so good. I, I put in here, too, that Vessel's voice is very unique and very beautiful, and he has such an utterly like baffling and infuriating control over his voice. Because it's so it's like, bullshit. I just want to know, bro, like, how do you do how this? How do you do it? Yeah. I put in, uh, the chorus of this song is beautiful. I don't know who hurt this man, but he's letting it all out. Like, it's very emotional. Oh, God. Um, oh God. I guess we already kind of got into it, so I won't repeat myself about Microphone. him. You okay? Quit defying me. If you need to tighten it, just tighten that right there, okay? The the knob. Don't tell me what to do. This one. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We have pauses like that in all my podcasts last week i had or two weeks ago i had bailey vamping and she would just oh i know <laughs> i listened to that one <laughs> she's just la. La, 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 la. yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i put down that beautiful imagery pours out of their lyrical content i'm constantly blown away by it and the piano break in this song might be one of my favorite parts on this album i need you to do me a favor what's up on one of these songs yeah. can you just make me feel better by going it's good yeah, okay. I like it. I'll do that for the next. I like song. it a lot. I'll do that for the next. It's song. making me feel a little, a yeah. little uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fine. You're doing good. I promise. 
I'm just like I'm not talking enough. What don't do worry. I, what do I, say? I think honestly, I clocked Jacob during the Bad Omens album that we did together, uh-huh. and I think he literally said for every single song, "It's a fucking great song." Like just over <laughs> and over and over. I mean, that's how song. this one's turning out. That's so. fine. I mean, no, I got some stuff to say. Yeah, you do. I think you. Whatever. I think you're being a little too hard on yourself. I am. You're thinking about it too much. That's what I do. You're doing fine. That's I what I do. So I would rate this song a ten out of ten again. I would say it's a hit. I'm not going to put it in. Like, I will give it a 7 out of 10 if we're going to do a rating system because I still like the song, mm-hmm. but then just, I don't Yeah. The fucking chorus. Does it just kind of get lost in the. It gets lost yeah. compared to like. The other songs. The other songs and like we're going to keep, we're going to keep going down. Yeah. And it's, it get, there's I so will many. I give you a point that I don't think this is like the best song on the album no. or anything. No. But I don't dislike this one. No. I well, I don't either. It's yeah. just my least favorite. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, next, we have my least favorite, Hannah's favorite. It's not my number one favorite, but it is my top three of yeah. my favorite songs, and it's Vor. Yeah. Oh my god. It's good. Uh, I read an interesting story about this song. Um, I don't know how much I believe it. It was a Reddit thread, and it mm. was somebody going through all of their albums, basically front from the first one to the third. I think one, I saw that. And telling the story between Vessel and Sleep, mm-hmm. and with this song, basically, it's what the title suggests vor which mm-hmm. is if you don't know it's to be consumed by a large yep. being um and essentially throughout this uh, the, the and story it's a sexual fetish it is yes apparently well so that's kind of that's not the real definition of it but like it eh. seen mm-hmm. it on a lot of porn sites have you <laughs> <laughs> well no 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 I haven't. That's not a very convincing. No. I haven't. <laughs> but you know, when we would go through the, I, I used to do this thing with Brendan where we would look up really weird, obscure porn, and I think this was before we were dating it was when like we did right used to we do this. Officially started and dating, yeah. so it, that was, I think, one of them was. It was. Some, oh no, you showed me Vor. I did not. Show I'm you pretty Vore. sure you did. I had no idea what Vor is. I'm pretty sure nope. you did. Because I, I did not know what. Because I showed you the SpongeBob one. Yes, the SpongeBob Vor. No. Right? No, you show. Oh uh-huh. yeah, it was the SpongeBob weird like they were all like suits. they were live action and yeah. dressed up. No, I'm but not, you did show it me exists, Vor. people. It, it was, exists. It was an anime, and it was some big thing eating a, a little like a not a little girl, but like a <laughs> an adult. I'm assuming. I don't know. But are we on the dark animated. web now? No, no, no. <laughs> it was it was hentai, and you know, a, a lady got eaten, and that was you were like, some, yeah, that's Vor, and I was like, that's fucking terrifying. Might have been me. I don't know. It was you because I I. You're the only reason. Or was I Chandler? Know it might have been Chandler. You know what? It could have been. It could have been at the house. And Chandler's got Chandler. weird shit he knows about. Yeah, he's. <laughs> but um. Sorry, Chandler. So essentially, the story behind this is like that's part of their relationship. Is mm-hmm. that vessel is being bored uh, <laughs> by sleep, and this is like him basically. Well, he's this talking album, about he wants to go where nobody's ever gone. Take a bite out of me, that kind of yeah. stuff. Like it's. Again, I don't know. This is all just some Reddit poster. I wish I had the name. I, I not that we have a big enough audience for people to really get this back to them. But it was yeah. Essentially, the story was like this album is them kind of sep- vessel separating themselves from sleep or getting the strength to do so. Mm-hmm. But this is him kind of slipping back into his old ways that he's done on the past two albums a bunch, where he's like standing up for himself and then slipping back and then slipping back and then the album ends and he's back in sleep's arms. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. So, but yeah, this it's. This is by far, to get back on track of the actual song content, uh, this is the heaviest song on the album. Yes. By far, which just on that alone. The song starts with him just like 
He has a very yeah, interesting. Yeah, like just screaming into yeah. the and like and it's it's interesting because it's not like your standard like metalcore vocals. It's like what would I describe? A lot that? of it just, is the production because it's very. I think it's the way he screams. It too, is true. It is true. It's, You're it's, right. It's it's, it's it's unique and it's interesting. It's not and traditional it's, by far. It's it's definitely his own thing. I'm trying to like find the words to describe it. It's like, oh my god. I mean, it's been overdone, but I would almost explain it kind of like how Corey's from Slipknot's is kind of unique. Like, no, well, there's a word I'm trying to describe it as. It's like... Can you describe what the word means? It's almost disturbing. Uh, it's like an almost disturbing, like, throaty, like... It's almost like... I don't know. It's... I know what the word... It's going to come to me like two songs later. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I know what you mean. It's very... I just keep saying emotional. It's just like his vocals, like his Aries planes. It's very raw, it's like and raw. it's it's very emotional. It's visceral. Yeah. Like you can, it's almost like you can just like you can feel the pain. It's like it's mm-hmm. thick. It's and it's, almost like it almost feels like kind of like a I don't know. It's just it's something different. It's scratch. It's like almost scratchy mm-hmm. and just like. I yeah. just can't. I can't. Like I would imagine he could not talk after this. Probably like, not. Yeah. I don't think he performs this one, though. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I don't know, because they've only been doing festival dates. They're going on their own headlining tour soon. And if it's fucking nobody else on the bill, then we're going to get like an hour and a half That's of just fair. sleep token. That's so. fair. I want old shit, though. I want to hear this album in its entirety. No. I want to hear this li- album. Oh, my God. So, well, you didn't, you didn't listen to the old stuff, but um, their album before this is not. It's, I feel like it's got more of a theme. Unlike mm-hmm. this one, this one has so many different gen- genres in it, and I feel like the one before this, they were kind of like we're gonna stay in kind of this little bubble. It's still unique, and it's still you still get the vessel and his his incredible vocals mm-hmm. and like how special it is, mm-hmm. but you don't get the switch ups and the change ups and stuff like that. So that's kind of why I wanted you to listen to it because it's like to hear when the- you listen into it, like as a, I, I love both albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one has so much else, yeah, something else. Some, there's so something else more. in there, yeah. you know, and um, I, I did listen to it a couple times and I do kind of get that vibe that it seems like they really progressed from that to this mm-hmm. because the only other song I'd ever heard from these guys before it was from their first album. It's a song that I showed you the other day um, I've been looking for Bloodsport Bloodsport yeah. yeah and I fucking love that the other I had only heard the piano version where it's him doing a live performance of it but yeah it, it it's definitely different than this album it's like you're kind of saying I wouldn't for lack of a better term I don't want to say one note but it's like it's they're very obviously sticking to one thing throughout the previous album mm-hmm. like you were saying and yeah. this one they just really and there's n- so there what I was trying to kind of get at is there was not any songs like this mm-hmm. on the last album nothing heavy so like this. no Mm-mm. So this is, and you know, if you listen to this entire this entire album, this is also the heaviest song on the mm-hmm. album, which is good. I like getting that, like, like here's for the kids that uh, want to punch things. Yeah, is this? <laughs> would you say that this is their heaviest album overall? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes sense. No, we got, that's why I wanted you to listen to the last album because yeah. it's it's not the last album's not really heavy. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, like you get like the the technical like instruments and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then you know you the. I technical terms, technical or technical terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So um, I put down that the song isn't my favorite, but it's still just as good as all the rest because I truly do believe that it's a testament to how good this album is. Um, it is. I feel like it's such a good highlight for what, how how far they can go mm-hmm. into the metal scene. I do. Really, I love that. Yeah. I, I will say I, I see a lot of people talking about wanting them to just go in this direction only. No. I do not want to see that. That would I would hurt. be so bummed out because there's that's so why much I'm, more that they can I'm, do. That's why I really like this song too is because it's the one song. It's mm-hmm. the one song that you get that you're like, ooh, ooh damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. damn. That's fair. No, I think it does. I think honestly because by this point in the album I'm listening to, you know, like you get the summoning, Chokehold, Aqua Regia. Like it's just, it's so many different things and then this song to me it really is just it's the heavy song mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's not the chorus is really really interesting i do like the chorus a lot in this but i i guess i just wasn't prepared for them to just kind of stick on this one thing and just go heavy throughout the entire song you know it's just a more metal chorus yeah song. It's yeah which fine I, like I which was is saying, your genre it's I know, so weird yeah. it's so weird to me that you were like yeah vor is my least favorite i'm like how i know because, because this is your genre it's literally literally that's, that's what i was saying i can't i can't really group them in a metalcore genre but this song has more of like a like if, if you're leaning towards something it's towards metalcore mm-hmm. more so i was like why that's the other thing i fucking hate man i was looking at a reddit thread about like this album and some little metalcore kid was like, yeah, the rest of it's kind of uninspired garbage, but Vore's a good song. And I was like, you out of your Ew. fucking mind. Like, God, we get it. You Ew. like heavy shit. Shut the fuck up, I hate up, that dude. so much. Like, th- I've come to the like understanding that, for the most part, if, if something is so widely enjoyed, especially something as eclectic as this and is doing so many different things, you don't really see bands like this blow up all that often. Mm-mm. Like the last band that I would even... I wouldn't even put them in the same vein, but like the other weirdest band that I know is Tool. And they're like the mm. only other band before this one that I've seen blow up like that. Mm. You don't get this all that often. So when you do something like this, that's so like out of the norm yeah. and all over the place and you gain public like mainstream attention. I I have a wait. Oh my God. Jesus. I had a stroke. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> To describe the album before this, uh-huh. it's like Tool and Blue October had a baby. From what I've heard, that totally it's, checks yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, because one song really reminds me of a Blue October song, and then it kind of has that same vibe as Tool. Speaking of Blue October, um, there's one song I really like by them, and I can't remember what it's called. It's like Into the Deep or In the Ocean or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's into the, uh, In the Ocean. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. I wanna swim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. But yeah, to finish what I was saying. Sorry. Like, I didn't no, interject no, no, with fine. that. Because I was real. like, wait a minute. That's the band. <laughs> that's that is the thing. band. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. It's going to be a lot of cutting each other off. And yeah, that's fine. Right. It happens. But um, at least we're not arguing. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Essentially, like when you when you're oh, as weird of a band as this with so many different things that aren't necessarily part of mainstream culture and you gain such a mainstream following like this, you're doing something right. And to come in and say that it's uninspired and just trash writing, you're out of your fucking mind. Just because it's not heavy. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's not heavy, hate, so it's not I was good. that way in like high school. Were you? I was I didn't like anything that wasn't like rock or metal. Uh, I was like like I was the kid that was like raps bullshit and pop music sucks. Okay. And now, well, I was there too. Yeah. I think like, every you know, metal like, kid oh, was. Country music and like rap, like, ugh, gross. Yeah. 
you grow up. You grow yeah. up and you understand that there's good things in every Everything. single genre in the yep. world. There's something for everybody in every single genre. And yeah, to, to just dismiss a band like this blew my mind. So sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Speaking of Void. The, he's probably one of those people who doesn't like things that other people like. And that's probably where you he's at me? with this. <laughs> you I no, was that you, way. You don't dislike things, but you just don't listen to anybody. I explained it once. Like, <laughs> there's like a rebel side of my brain that somebody's like, "You should listen to this," and I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, do like, that." Like Game of Thrones. I didn't watch I'm Game of Thrones because everybody was like, "You need to watch Game of Thrones. You need to watch Game of Took Thrones." Took you what four years? Uh, longer than that. I watched it in 2021, two years ago, and it, it started in like 2013 or 2011. Did it really? Yes. Stop. Yeah, it's like 12 or... Th- I did listen to... I did watch... I got into Game of Thrones and I got my tonsils removed. Yeah. And I was high on hydros. But it's just, yeah, it's <laughs> shit like that I just don't... So, like, I'm trying to break... That's part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast. There are a few reasons, but two of them, I wanted to be able to listen to sad songs and not just dismiss them. And two, I wanted to find new shit that I wouldn't if I didn't literally have a deadline to have to listen to it. Yeah. And this is why, because... Regardless of how I feel about this song in particular, I will still state again, this album's amazing. Front to back, this song, while it is my least favorite, that doesn't mean I hate it. Mm. It's just like the one that I just kind of tune out listening to until it hits the chorus, and then I'm gone again. I don't know why. It's Like I was saying, it's a testament to how good this album is that I feel this way, because this song is not a bad song at all. No. It's a really, really good song. Um, you're, you're also wise, wrong. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, maybe one day it'll change, but... <laughs> Post-production wise, I put down that this song is very, very cool. I love all the shit going on in the background. Mm -hmm. It's very, I don't want to say drowned out because it's done perfectly. It's like, it's all the shit that nobody's ever going to really hear Mm -hmm. put into the background of songs. Um, Unless you're like. Somebody who. I listen to post, like I I listen for it now, now because I, you know, I just. It's cool. It's the stuff you point out to me when you're writing your Mm -hmm. songs and like, oh, look, there's, there's posts there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. it's like little things that really add to the vibe of the song, but mm. when you find out that they're there, you start understanding like why this part works so well and so on and so forth. I would love like, to just like take the post out of some songs and be like, here, this is what happens when you don't have post on your songs. It's so and how most of the time. awful it's going to so, sound. Especially like, <laughs> yeah. It, Not it, saying that this song wouldn't stand on its own without post. Yeah. I just feel like this, it's more theatric with the post I would that they say put that, on there. I would say that it would, I think, because they're writing the instrumentals on all of these songs with the mindset of doing more in the background like and that's there's nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. at all that's exactly like because you guys do that i yes i well we're literally scrapping the entirety of our spoiler album. alert yeah and because of this album and stuff like bad omens and this new stuff that's coming out and we just want to rewrite stuff and we don't want to be put into a box like that's what this does is when you write stuff that's simple and just sounds cool but is mm-hmm. very not one note but very simplistic you open up so much more room than you would if you were to do a traditional like, okay, here's however many guitars because you have to stack guitars when you're recording for left and right, center, whatever. And then lead guitars and bass and everything. You you literally drop it down to like maybe little to no lead shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, take out what all the extra shit and you just put a bunch of stuff into post-production and it makes songs come alive like mm-hmm. it does with this album. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I love that bands are doing that now. But yeah, I, uh, I like I said, still blown away by the musicianship of this band. Yeah. Front to back, from Vessel to Four. Like, they're all fucking talented. I know that I think only two of them write. Uh, I think it's Vessel and Two. I think so, too. So. Because they're the ones, I think they're the ones that are credited on all their shit. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Which incredible. two is the drummer. Yep. 
Yeah. I didn't know that. But he's yeah. an amazing fucking... Oh watching him play drums God. is very interesting, too. Yeah. No, well, he's... He honestly... I've talked about this with you before. Kind of like Luke Holland. Like, Luke Holland's got his own tone. Like, it, it's not like... Yeah, your drum, your own drums can have your own tones and like they can all sound different. But like it's the way that you play his kind of tone. I don't know what you would call that. You're right. But no, he's it's, got his own style, style, I guess. It proves the old heads right because they have that. They say that a lot. Like it's not about what you're playing. It's about who's playing it. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, they are kind of right. You think of people like Luke Holland mm-hmm. or like way back in the day, you think of like Slash. Like, you know, immediately when he's playing something yep. or like. There's specific drummers too, where you know who's who. Singers, like the vessel, you dream know theaters who's who. drummer. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, um, who else? There's another one that's there is. Yeah, you know. I can't remember his name. Joey Jordison from yeah. Slipknot. R.I.P. Jay Weinberg. Even like you, th- it's about who's playing it, and that's abundant with mm-hmm. two. He's a very amazing drummer. Again, ve- like all of them, very precise. Like he's mm-hmm. doing exactly what he means to do. Which is so weird because usually when you get that precise, you may lose some of the like emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. No, like all of no. these guys are precise all around, front to back, mentally, physically, everything. Like these dudes just fucking know what they're doing and they're doing it perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. The song is, again. He, well, he posts a lot of like drum playthroughs and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll just sit there and watch because he's like, it's cut. So- well, I don't know what it is about this entire band being so hypnotic mm-hmm. and so fucking witchcraft bullshit that like I watch him drum for hours because it's just like yeah. I don't know what what are you doing with your hands yeah. like <laughs> it reminds me it's funny it, I was talking about this a little bit yesterday it reminds me of Cameron watching Cameron in my band he's perform, a little guy is very like he has he's doing the same thing yeah he's got his own energy and i think it's he's I've a magician this. though so yeah. i mean i think he's the best in the band though and I, yeah. I that's including me the egotistical singer i think that he fucking kills it stage performance wise every time i don't i think everybody does really everybody good, does in their own honestly. way but I, I don't know if it's maybe just my personal favorite he's my favorite to watch because he always he almost has the same vibe. Yes. Like you could put him in a sleep token. He's got put this him in like, the mask. He's got an eerie vibe. Yeah. To him. Yeah. I don't know. But same with these guys. Like they've got a very hypnotic. Well, if uh, sleep tokens looking for a guitarist, yeah, we know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you need okay. another guitarist. We got you. Yeah. But OK. But not really. Don't take him from us. Yes, please. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to say about the song? Mm-mm. No, I Mm-mm. think we've talked about that. We're sitting at 50 minutes. We're doing good. Damn, really? Yeah. Shit. We're only halfway through. OK. Um, I would write this song at, uh, probably like a nine out of ten. It's still good. It just like it's mm-hmm. one that I tune out during. Top three. A hit. I'll Top three off hit. of this entire album. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Maybe four. It might be three or four. I'm gonna have to pick five. It's so I can't. Hard. I can't go any less. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to do five because it's like five from what? five star, five songs, oh. like top five. Because I can't pick anything. Like, What's your one below? Literally from Ascensionism oh. down. I can't pick a song. Like they're just. All, I'm just rating them as an album. Yeah. Like as far as like what I like it. Yeah. So. So. Ascensionism. I've been kind of talking okay. about this song. Go ahead. This is where we're getting into. Not singles. Yes. And. Oh, my God. I I just I. I feel like all the songs that are were not singles are in such a league of their own as far as. Just everything just. Which blows my mind because it makes me wonder like were songs like the summoning just ones that they just like got done quick because if it is. 
God damn you. No, it was smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I know. Releasing no, no. the summoning what I'm saying as a is single like, was smart. Was the summoning, like, I'm assuming they took more time in the latter half of this album. Is it summoning one no. they were just like, this song's done, put it out as a single? Because if they did a song that masterfully, just super quick, and they were like, here you go. If this was a just release it because we're done with it, yeah. I would be even more impressed with this that's, band. That's what I'm saying. Is like I I thought they planned it out that way. I would quit. <laughs> I would quit doing what I... Because there's no chance in hell. Like, this is something... This band has kind of helped me accept, accept certain things about myself, too. Um, another reason, and I'll be completely honest, why I didn't want to listen to this band, I was incredibly jealous from what I heard. Yeah. And that was like, I didn't want to feel that way because I, I shouldn't be jealous... Of some other bands wild success you know what I mean I want to be happy for people that are doing super well and I am now but like I had to accept the fact that like they are who they are you know mm -hmm. what I mean and they're killing it you should just be and I am now just stoked that we're getting music like this because mm -hmm. it's so crazy ascensionism itself really is where I like I've been saying I have an overactive imagination and I've been listening to this album for a few days before like I really paused on this song mm -hmm. and this is where my like at least to me i'm convinced about what i think this album has to be about which i've mentioned already and this, this is, is the, the song almost um, love lost yes or this like is the, the through line yeah for me in in the album uh, of this album specifically through the lyrical content i wrote down that i'm convinced that eden referred to in the title and the title track is a perfect relationship that took a turn like i said mm -hmm. uh it's simply the uh, unimaginable bliss one would feel in what seemed like true love now the word ascensionists are is like they're a religious group mm -hmm. it's they essentially believe in reincarnation right but also i took this quote they believe that there are two spirits that make up a being uh that being the physical spirit and the ethereal soul right so take that as in vessel the physical mm -hmm. being sleep the ethereal spirit, right? And that's like, I, I got that and I was like, hmm. Huh. I also put, now. yeah, like that I do not believe that the name of this song is simply just a random catchy mm -hmm. word. Like, as precise as they are, it has to have a significant meaning. Something like soulmates. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think there's a part in the song that kind of talks about that. It, Yeah. While you're looking that up, I'll mention this too. Another visual that I get from this song is that by the end, Vessel has become the part of the other half of the relationship that he grew to despise. Hence the change in the lyrics from the beginning, you take what you want and leave, to I'll take what I want and leave. Also leading to a sense of self-loathing, sorry, mm -hmm. which is reflected in the song's ending lyrics. The yeah. you make me wish I could disappear. Yeah. And then being... it talks about wanting to, like, you, you're going to watch me ascend. Yes. And then... I know what you want from me. You want the same as me, my redemption, eternal ascension, mm -hmm. setting me free. So I'll take what I want and then leave. Exactly. So yeah. it's something else that I saw in that Reddit thread where essentially Stop through it. the first two albums, sorry, Vessel himself, you're fine, is kind of not this innocent dude in the storytelling, right? Mm -hmm. That he, well, he is admits also, it in this. Yeah, kind yeah. of a monster, right? And this is kind of him. The ascension is him essentially reincarnating mm -hmm. right it's him moving on past this life that he's been leaving and moving forward what really kind of clicked it for me was the end of the song because mm -hmm. being somebody that was in because that the ending of the song kind of switches switches up mm -hmm. like because he's talking about um what they want mm -hmm. 
And then at the end, he's talking about what he wants. It's like it's almost they took that probably what I assume is the selfish nature that broke up the Mm -hmm. relationship, which being somebody that has been in a relationship like that, that then crumbled. And because I was so I mean, it's the phrase hurt people hurt people. I was hurt and I acted out. Mm -hmm. I but by the end of that, I felt the same way as this. Like I, I realized that instead of really kind of taking the lessons I should have learned from that and moving on, I simply just regressed. I stopped growing for a few years and I started taking my shit out on everybody around me. Mm -hmm. And so that feeling at the end that you make me wish I could disappear, that hit me so close to home. Mm -hmm. Because over these past few years, really since I met you, I've been trying really, Mm -hmm. really hard to like change and Mm -hmm. do better with everything around me. Like make apologies to people that I feel like I've wronged or try to grow any way possible. And yeah, it just, this song in particular, I think emotionally hits every box for me. Mm-hmm. I love this fucking song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my long winded story about this <laughs> song. So anything you got to say about it? Favorite parts? I, just the intro, how it starts the piano, just like soft. And then he switches up and then it's like rapping. He's like rapping, mm-hmm. and we're like spitting bars here, vessel. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, I like the lyrics really quick. And the I'm, lyrics are so good; they're yeah. so cool. And oh yes, yeah, dude, no, I do love the the part where it, it starts with "Who made you like this? Who encrypted your dark gospel, gospel and body, body language?" Yeah, <laughs> I love. Yeah, again, his lyrical content is amazing. It's really. It's dope, yeah. And the diamonds in the trees, pentagrams in the night sky, and the chanting yeah. the over and over again. Yep. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah, this song is great. I, uh, Yeah, this is really the song that made this album, like, the at least my version of the story of this album click. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I get, you know, at least what this could mean to me, mm-hmm. which I love that. I love that it almost feels larger than life. Like, even when I'm connecting it to stuff from my own life, it still feels like... It's something like it's almost like I'm writing a story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When I'm thinking of it in yeah. my head, it's nice. I yeah. love it. But yeah, this song is an again just unbelievable to me. Like the way that they're <laughs> able to just switch because this song, if I remember correctly, it starts and there's like a break. There's a breakdown in it yep. technically, and it's like it just drops hard. Yeah, diamonds in the trees, pentagrams in the night sky, and you get this huge drop. And mm-hmm. oh my god, it just like. Again, yeah, this song Can't. starts piano, super yeah. chill, and then when it hits that part we were talking about where he's almost like rapping, Spitting bars. it's <laughs> trap, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's got the trap beat behind it, it's just like, their creative freedom is something I hope to attain one day, just to be able to do whatever we want, whenever we want to. I love that so much. The the immense amount of swagger that this yes. guy has is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have a dribble of his swag, that'd be super cool. No fucking kidding. <laughs> So, um, what would you rate this song? This one is my top in top three as well. I think. Really? I think so. This one's definitely in my top five. Oh, sure. I don't know. Be- oh, there's more. It's tough. Oh, I know. There's so like much I said, more. From this part down, it's like there's take, so much Fucking more. pick one. Like I but don't know. This being like the first song in the album that was not a single, and this is like you know you listen, you're like, okay, I've listened to this, I've listened to this, I've listened to this. For this to be the first song that you, nobody's heard when this album came out was just astonishing this was just i agree and the oh my god the, the spittings the, mm-hmm. the oh my god that he, part really was like i'm convinced this dude can do anything probably musically like yeah, yeah it's and that's the thing too it's another thing that i've talked don't act about. like you can't rap I you mean, can rap uh, yeah i wrote a rap song a while ago but i don't know if it's any no good or not. but like you could yeah you could do it well still i but like my point being like 
another thing that I wanted to bring up is kind of with the technical side of things. Technically, he doesn't do like he's not like a typical metalcore vocalist. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of typical metalcore vocalists these days are singing these crazy high notes all the time. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No, he he has his things that he does, and he grows. Don't get me wrong. I've heard mm-hmm. him grow in the songs that I've heard from the first album to this. But it's like he he masters something before he moves on to the next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's very clear where his bass starts mm-hmm. and where he's moving and where he's growing. Like one thing I keep seeing in the comments is his falsetto range. Yeah. And how much better and stronger it's gotten, mm-hmm. which is true. I also read somewhere that he won't perform the song unless he feels comfortable which performing the song. Which is fair. 100% fair. Which is... I wouldn't. Wow. I wouldn't, like, dude. Yeah. I fucking... I... Like he has to like get comfortable in it like or because it's it's half of singing is technique. Mm -hmm. Half of it is confidence Mm -hmm. mentally. If you're in your own head, you're going to fuck yourself up and you're not going to be able to focus on doing things correctly. You're going to fall apart. I totally respect Mm -hmm. him picking only the songs that he's comfortable with. Yeah. Good for him. Do that, man. Keep fucking doing that because it gives a better show when Mm -hmm. you're putting on songs that, you know, you can nail. Mm -hmm. You're giving the audience a show that. Yeah, they can, that they yeah. can be sold on, you know. And um, yeah, like he, they still are. I mean, most bands do. They play a lot of their old stuff, but the songs that he does play off of his, off of the last album, mm-hmm. um, nailed. He has it nailed. Ooh, yeah, it's crazy. Of course, yeah, it's crazy. That's my like when he performs mine. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, yeah. God, there's so many songs. I hope that they perform, man. Because like we were seeing them in September. Yep. When they come here. Got we like, it sold we out. like snagged tickets and then they sold out in like a couple days. It was kind of kind of freaking insane. And like we are not in a big town. Like mm-hmm. so the fact that they sold out in our town mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, to be fair, it's all I'm hearing people talking about. Is sleep token. token. September 28th. Yeah. Like I, it's with the home team too. I'm surprised the home team never showed up because everybody was talking about the home team around here for a minute. They didn't show up. No, they never played here. I don't think they have yet. No, because Jake and Lee went and saw them. Oh, did they play here? Yes. Oh, I forgot. Okay, never mind. Dur, dur, dur. But uh, <laughs> to end this, I think what I'll say is that overall, this song is not only amazing sonically. You know what I mean? Instrumentally, post-production yeah. wise, but the story that it conveys lyrically is also equally as amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this this song to me is a heart-wrenching hit. It, it's so good. Uh, heart-wrenching gas, I want to say, yeah. instead. But, yeah, so, yeah. there's not, I don't think there's anything more to say on this. Do you have anything you want to say about the song? Okay. All right, so I would... Okay, I'm going to bump four down a little bit. Four can be number four. Okay. Because this will be three, because what's coming up mm-hmm. is... We're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get yeah. there. This song, Are You Really Okay?, um, no, that's the next one. I know. I'm saying no. I'm answering your oh, question. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. it's supposed to be funny. You're supposed I, to laugh. I'm sorry, I missed. Say it again. No. Are you Are you really okay? Yes. Well, now you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> now the joke is dead. Um, I mean, you ruined it at the start. So, but yes, the next song is Are You Really Okay? What? Oh, okay. I thought I just deleted all my notes. Oh, I had a panic attack. You can probably hit s- undo. There's no undo button. Yes, there is. Not on yes, this. There there's not. I've looked everywhere because I've done that so many times with podcast <laughs> templates. I'll type it out. I'll get all the songs there and I'm like, Fuck! and then it deletes. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but uh, so are you really OK? Uh, speaking of Eden again, this song reminds me. I don't know why specifically, but of the story of Adam and Eve. How? Lyrically. 
uh, the references to a darkness taking over the person vessel singing about almost like Adam discovering Eve eating the forbidden fruit, right? Like, think about it, okay? So it's the event that got Eden taken away from both of them, right? Right. This seems Mm -hmm. like part of that story. You know what I mean? I tried to, what does he say? I tried to hold the darkness back, right? Because Adam was the one who originally was like maybe (laughs) i think it is something like that but um yeah it's essentially to me what this means is this song in particular is discussing yeah don't you know i was holding back the darkness yeah yeah yeah. i was trying to hold back the darkness so basically what that means to me is that this song is discussing the event that ended the relationship yeah you know what i mean but it it signifies obviously the name of the song that he still cares about this person Mm -hmm. you know he's still checking in on them the fucking, oh God, this song genuinely is possibly one of the saddest things I've ever it's heard so in my life. so fucking sad. It is, yes. Yeah. It, oh, I God. can't fix your wounds this time. Mm, that's literally one of my favorite lyrics <sighs> Please don't tell me that you're fine. Yeah, I don't believe you when you tell me you're fine. And oh. don't you know, I want to help you, but I don't know how. Oh. And then the, just please don't hurt yourself again. Oh. Like, it's just, <laughs> fuck me, dude. God damn. Yeah, it's, it's one of the heavier songs, not melodically, but. It feels heavier. It's it's just yeah. It's like it's like a weight on your shoulders. Like you yeah. just you feel it again. Yeah, it, it comes through with Vessel's amazing vocal performances mm. that he gives because it's just it's so distraught. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I keep seeing clips of him crying live playing a song. I don't, I don't doubt that if this was it or if they decide to start playing this song, this one might be one that he does. I would, and he does. I th- there's a. Just a few, like, they're little, they're not like, oh, he's, like, sobbing on stage, but, like, you can hear, like, his voice break a little bit. I would bit. not be surprised if he was sobbing. I, I would, ne- if I wrote I this song, this one, I would never yeah. be able to fucking perform he, this. He, I think emotionally he has a hard time singing mine. It's from the last album, mm-hmm. which you haven't listened to. That's another thing I heard, actually, is that these three stories are kind of going over this one relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, it's the story of him and sleep. Mm-hmm. But like it's you know in the first album essentially he the, the, uh, yeah the one before this has kind of a similar vibe like yeah. it's uh but in the end I think he doesn't have the strength to leave mm-hmm. right and that's kind of the story of the first one the first one is like him getting taken over he becomes the vessel for sleep quote unquote mm-hmm. right like it's 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 very obvious to me imagery wise that the idea of him being a vessel for this deity is the idea of you know like when you get into a relationship with somebody that is. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's like a, it's the power dynamic where one person kind of, it's like almost putting the thumb down on the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the draining nature of like, you're, you're this know. person's vessel. Like you basically yeah. are there just to speak for them. That's it. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have your own voice. You don't have your own anything. You are what I make you essentially. That's the idea that I get here. And that I don't know you'd call that, but yeah, I get the yeah, get the vibe. A symbiotic relationship, probably. I think you know what I mean. I, Where he's the he's the puppet puppet master, you know what I mean? Kind of being moved around by this person. Not to say that he, in context of the stories, like I've discussed, is in any way innocent. I'm sure that it, going through the lyrical content of the past albums, you'll find that he doesn't believe he is either. But he doesn't have the the feet to stand on. You know what I mean? He doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't have the confidence in himself because he believes whatever it is that is past whatever that he is not worthy of anything more than this so the first album is him kind of getting beaten down by that and accepting it the second album is he has a moment of like getting away then he gets crushed down again and then this album is really where he like it picks up where the story left off choke hold you know what i mean 
and then you get different stories from like different sides of the relationship right like mm-hmm. you get the the good parts and the summoning and aquaresia and vor you know it's like his wants whatever you know and then you get to this yeah and it's showing the bad side again but it's also showing that while he knows he can't do anything he still cares about this mm-hmm. person yeah, it's just it's a very interesting concept. I, w- I want to go back and listen to the last two albums and kind of decipher those. Like I mm-hmm. have this. Yeah. What's your favorite part of this song? This one is not high up there. Really? Honestly, yeah. Really? It's just no. I'm surprised. I love the song. Yeah. But like, as far as like, eh, I don't know. It's just. It's just comparative to this all the like other a song ones. That you would love. I do love this song. Yeah, yeah, but it's not high up there compared to everything else, which is not saying a whole lot because everything else is really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for me, my favorite part is the ending of this song. Mm-hmm. Just from the you know, I don't believe you when you say that mm-hmm. you're fine, and then just the oh God, yeah, it just hurts. The please don't hurt yourself this time. It's just mm-hmm. like it's so desperate and he just you feel the lack of control that yeah. he has on the situation but like the desperate hopefulness i that think he has i think this is this is me a hard thing for me to say that this is too sad for me really <laughs> i listen to some sad fucking shit i fucking and love this, this is sad and only because it's not just lyrically it's sad like you can have a sad lyrically song all you want but the vibe of the song is not as crushing as this song is mm. like there's the the um, i don't know i would say front to back the song that fit for a king did about his wife that song it lyrically is fucking sad I as shit that but that song is like instrumentally and vocally upbeat mm-hmm. so yeah. I, that's fine but for i like down and, and this down. is just down yeah. and it keeps going mm-hmm. down yeah it's just that one. This one's a hard one to listen to. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard listen, but it's. I think for me, coming into like really enjoying sad music for the first time, I, I'm so shocked that this is too sad for you. It's but very it's sad. one of my absolute favorite songs on this album. Yeah, I want to be sad, but not crushed. Sad. And this song crushes <laughs> you me. Wanna, what smile? Uh, what is it? The tears of a clown or something like that? Sure. Like yes. smiling, yeah, but crying right? behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. So I would rate this song probably the saddest song that I will ever love hit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. A heartbreaking hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. The next song, this is another, this is probably my absolute favorite, honestly. And uh-huh. I know I said that about the summoning, but I love this song, The Apparition. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I believe this song is the other side of Ascensionism. Uh, it ties back to it in the line, take what you want and leave, right? The whole idea of this is... You know, why are you never real? Mm -hmm. You know, it's talking about um, his waking dreams, hoping that, Mm -hmm. you know, when he wakes up, they'll be there. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Jacob was in here before and he was leaning back and he kept knocking shit over on the thing because he's also could hear him breathing the entire time. Did you really? Which I'm super nervous to hear. I'm I'm hoping I'm not just sitting here going. Do you see all that dead space in between yours? You're fine. (laughs) See, if you see like a bunch of little things in between like you do with mine, you're probably going to hear me. I totally just sniffed into the mic, though. That's yeah. going to be super that's, fun yeah, to listen to. You, you ruined it that's now. That's going to be super but, fun to listen to. Um, but yeah, the apparition in, is the other in this relationship. Again, mm-hmm. it's, I'm going to just refer to them as sleep or Eden. I don't know which is which. Um, but like I was saying, it's the waking dream, hoping they're with him. Hijack heaven with another memory now. He's talking about the euphoric feeling of love. Or as it was put when I discussed what the their symbol means, the sleep mm-hmm. token. Sleep is love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
Uh, I believe somewhere in the past something was between you and I, my dear, and it remains with me to this day. No matter what I do, this wound will never heal. This is him referring to the Ugh. breaking point, Ugh. the forbidden fruit. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, God. it's that moment. Um, and then I put, yeah, musically, this is probably my favorite on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool because you get some like vibey parts, mm-hmm. and then you get like a like smashing chorus. And like you get like some, some good like head swinging vibe like vibey like mm-hmm. this is, um it's, I wish I could play the fucking song mm-hmm. this is the most depressing thing having to talk about it and not be able to play I know, the it parts sucks. it really does suck oh yeah. we can sing it what part are you talking about <laughs> no, I'm not gonna <laughs> sing it oh come on no oh, I haven't tested on. singing the mic yet It'd be funny if you were just, um, you just spit it out super hard just it's like you it. know the part where it's to go so let's make. Trouble in a dream world. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then there's that. And then it hit like drops again. It's like, why are you never real? Mm -hmm. I uh yeah. The shifting state you follow me through unrevealed, just let me go or take me with you. Like Mm -hmm. this is again kind of part of what I was ending the the just let me go or take me with you, and he draws out Mm -hmm. the you oh my god. I, uh, Jesus. This is also kind of tying into what I was saying about with this album, him kind of standing up and stepping mm-hmm. away. You know what I mean? Leave me go or take me with you. Or uh, this uh, this could be the last time that you turn up in the reveries of my mind. It's him mm-hmm. almost admitting like this is it. This is done. Yeah. I've got to move on if I'm going to live my life. And yeah. be, which is tying in kind of to what we're seeing him do with his mask. Right. Mm-hmm. At the beginning. Completely covering everything. Covered. Right. Now it's like even the promo shots. Because he had the live version of the mask where his mouth was cut out, mm-hmm. but now it's like it's getting chewed away. Like he's he's almost eating the dead skin. He's taking it off. I wonder if one day we're gonna get this big reveal. It's almost like him stepping <gasps> into his his. Didn't new you see identity. that there was a new mask though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is less. It's like it? up to here now. Oh. So like, yeah, the the one that we were seeing for the most, it was like bloody and chewed on. No, uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost then, floral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, like this and floral. Now I think it's almost like it's. It's referencing kind of what I'm talking about, or at least I almost like a rot. Yeah, it yeah, might be like a it's rot. It's the old him rotting away to reveal mm-hmm. the new him. I wonder if that means we're going to get a new mask, like a whole new style of mask, or like maybe cool. it'll just be him. But no, you did see that shot of maybe a new mask. Yeah, I don't know. It was from was like it a, a video? Ago. Was it a it video? Was a, it was a picture from that performance. Huh. And it was yeah, it was like literally there was like a line down the center and coming across here, and then I'm completely the against. Right listening to live performances before I go see a certain band, especially when this band has such a chokehold on me. Huh. Um, I don't want to listen to them. I don't want to lose all the excitement mm-hmm. from having to see them live. Like I know it's different listening to them in a video and mm-hmm. then you go and see them live. Oh yeah. But like, I want to be surprised. No, I want to go and I be like, holy shit. I try to respect that. Like, yeah. I, like I'll, I'll turn it off if no, you ask you me to, don't. or I'll put in a headphone. Yes, I do. You I don't ask you. Like, you I, like, like when we went to go see Trinity of terror and I asked like, Oh, do you want to see the set list? You're like, no, I want to be surprised. And I was like, cool. Y'all made fun of me for that. Bailey made fun. of And, me for that. and you guys called me out on the last podcast. You guys did together. Yeah. Oh, she was did. It the, the She's like, yeah. And, and then Hannah got mad because we were looking at the set list. Oh, that's not what I thought you were talking about. No. We also called you out for assault and batteries. Why? Because you can't sing that. Oh, you guys did. So we, were, we were talking about like when we were seeing them live, that part came on and you just you just hear Hannah try to sing it, stop and go, fuck. Like just loud as hell. I still to this day cannot sing that part of that song. Yeah. That's okay though. What is it? Two foot. Two foot tall demonic <laughs> doll will make you his bitch. 
I'm not even gonna. Not fuck. gonna I'm not yeah. even gonna fucking You're try. Gonna give all the viewers no. a taste. Okay, no, because I have to listen to the song. Yeah. Um, that's just awkward. But yeah, uh, I guess I will say too. This chorus stands out. It is one of my favorites. It's very haunting. Um, I'm just biased towards this song because I think I've talked about it. I don't know how much I've talked to you about it. I know that you know about what the concept of my album is and what it started mm-hmm. from. But anything talking about dreams, like being you know super realistic, I love just because I dream very vividly. I'm a. Um, we couldn't tell. What's the word that I'm looking? I can't remember what the fucking word. Lucid is dreamer. Lucid dreamer to yeah. where shit is just I'm just I'm dreaming, but I'm conscious of the fact yeah. that I'm in a dream. And uh, yeah, just stuff like this is awesome. I love the little like. Let's make trouble in the dream world. Let's hijack heaven with a... What does he say? A dream? I think I already said Another that, memory. Another, yeah. Hijack heaven with another memory now, right? Like yeah. it's him talking about essentially what's left of Eden in his mind. You know, he's hijacking it with memories of that. He's living them over and over again. And then, yeah, I love that by the end of this song, he's almost standing up for himself and saying, you know, like I'm this is the start of the end of me waiting around and taking this from you anymore. What? This song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's so good. I'm like sitting here reading the lyrics, like getting lost. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What would you rate this song? It's a hit. Yeah. Like all of them. I think it's (laughs) a number one hit. This is... Number one double gas hit. No, this is probably... Damn, I'm keep bumping songs down because mm-hmm. this might be four. I think. Ew, what are you doing? My ears all pissed off and swollen. Ew, yeah. please don't take those out. I don't want to hear that. Smell that. I was gonna say well, you got the. Head- I guess I'm hearing. It. I guess I'm <laughs> hearing it. I don't but know. Anyway, um, what would you rate it? Number four hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Next, uh, I actually have changed my mind on what I believe this next song to be about. It's "Do You Wish That You Love Me." Mm-hmm. Originally, I mean, take it at face value. I thought this was about, you know, him talking about the relationship again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that feeling is heartbreaking. You know, when you know that the other person doesn't love you the way that you love them. You know, and you're like having to acknowledge that. Like even the concept of asking them the question, "Do you wish that you loved me?" Or what? That would be the most heartbreaking thing in my life. I don't think I could survive. Like if for some reason mm-hmm. you stopped loving me and I knew it. <laughs> and I, was I had like, that thought literally yesterday. Did you? I was, I don't know if, this song might have been playing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what would I do if he just like stopped? Like. Be terrible. God. Like well, I'm, I, I was like thinking like, how would I feel? How would I like. I don't know. How would I function like this sounds so corny but like i don't know it's just that's sweet i thought about this yesterday though i'm pretty sure i listened to this song yeah i was like oh but i don't believe Mm -hmm. that that's what this song is about oh i think he's talking about himself Um, think of the lines in the song because there's a part reflection won't smile back at me yeah and then at the end there's this part too i he might be talking to himself. I think he is. Because, because there's a part two and he's like, is there something you give that you will never receive in return? And literally this entire album is like about, about giving what he'll never giving, return. Yes. Yeah. Because he knows like in context of the story, right? He's giving himself. He's being the vessel for this deity sleep. Sleep would never do the same thing. Okay. Now you're now that you say that he's talking to himself. This is all the more heartbreaking. But 
I think this is the start of a positive change in the character of Bessel. Mm -hmm. Okay. You take the end of the last song where he's finally like, really, it sounds like he's really letting go. It's heartbreaking enough sounding that it, it really, to me, signifies that this is the last, like the last time you turn up in the reveries yeah. of my mind. I truly believe that this song is him looking himself in the mirror and starting to, let's take the concept of the mask, eating it away, mm -hmm. rotting it away, taking, stripping it all off. And rebuilding himself from the ground mm -hmm. up, right? Um, so yeah, that's that's what I believe this song to be about now, personally. No, no, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, now that you're now that you said something, yeah. it's like in very obvious. Yeah. In the the lyrics, so. And uh, I don't dissect music like you do. So like when you bring things up, I'm like, oh, okay. That's what I love to do. I love like it's. It's one of the positive things I can do with my. He's gonna send Vessel's gonna send you a message and be like, "You're wrong." I know. If he is, I'll be like, <laughs> "You know what? Totally fair. Can we talk, bro? I just want to know. I just want to know how wrong I am." But, um, yeah, I, it's one of the more positive things I can do with my overactive imagination. Because if I leave it to its own devices, I'm gonna have a bad day. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a terrible day because all this energy that I'm putting into thinking of these songs. If mm -hmm. I'm not doing that, I'm putting all into that. It, putting all that energy into picking myself apart and picking my relationships apart and picking my life apart. So like, I have to do something like this, <laughs> or I'm going to lose my a mind. creative outlet to your negative Horrific. trait. Horrific. I don't negative know if it's trait. OCD or if it's <laughs> self induced anxiety or what. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's I. I have to do something to get this off my mind. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, um, this song, I, it's one of my favorites. It's the poppiest song on the album. Mm -hmm. Carson fucking loved this song yesterday. Did he? Of the course way, he did. He was listening to... Of course he did. Because I did a one take of this, and he was helping me with uh, kind of finishing off the vocals. And uh, yeah, he was like, what the fuck is... And he was super excited when I told him that this like was the reason I wanted to scrap the album. Yeah. He was like, dude, we could we could do so much stuff. Like, he was, he was fucking ecstatic. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and I agree. This song is great. It's very simplistic but that's not a bad thing mm -hmm. i almost equate it to sleep tokens bullet by hollywood and dead yeah. almost you know like because it's super sad lyrically but and i love the like do, 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 yeah yeah, do, yeah yeah like oh my god it reminds me of old nintendo 64 yes games. like when you'd go yeah. to like the uh the jungle world like it's a special world in like a mario game yeah, or something yeah, yeah. Like literally that. like the jungle world it's just do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i love it but yeah i this... wouldn't equate it to elevator music because that's just like yeah no, no i can't say too much about this song I feel like because it's very straightforward like I said there's not a whole lot of change kind of basic there is one thing that I do want to say though mm -hmm. um, I think I wrote it down just so I don't fuck this up um, I didn't write it down but I do remember it the the way that they do the vocals on this like it's very right like there's a lot of just straightforward not a lot of harmonies right mm -hmm. you'll get a couple of let's say the choruses. do you wish that you loved me do you wish that you loved me and the last one will be just all of these layers of vocals mm -hmm. going at once. The first one will be nothing. Second one, they'll be like one layer above one. Way to get below. technical here. Jesus fucking it's Christ. Cool. It's, it's a very good <laughs> example of that that I think a lot of people can, like, if they're listening, can gravitate onto, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's those little things like we were talking about. The little post-production pieces in the background or why certain things make certain things work. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's dynamics, right? Like, you take something, it's very straightforward, straightforward, and then, bam, you throw something else at them and it grabs somebody's attention again. That's mm -hmm. why, that, at least that's my assumption of why they, from a songwriting standpoint, why they do stuff like that. Because it's very well done here. Because it's very, like I said, straightforward. The the It's pretty much like just a straightforward beat through the whole thing. There's not a whole lot of differences, I don't feel like. Mm -hmm. There's little bits and pieces, but yeah. 
vocals, there's a lot of cool things that pop in and out, stuff that comes in from the background. It's a cool song. Um, I think it's the shortest on this album, isn't it? Um, At the least, it feels the shortest. Yeah. Um, Are You Really Okay is super short, too. Is it? No. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Super short. They're both pretty short. It's four minutes flat. Are You Okay is five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Well, I just get lost in the, the songs, apparently. Yeah. But Do You Wish That You Love Me is a great song. Uh, go listen to it, especially if you're like kind of... If you're listening and you're not super well versed in anything, go listen to that song. Like, yeah, it's a fair song to get you into this. The band, I, at least. Well, this song and the album before this is pretty. Like I said, Tool and Blue October. Yeah. yeah so yeah. and then this is now where we're starting to get a little heavier and a little more. Yeah, with this album in yeah. particular. Yeah, that's fair. Um, lyrically, I really do like a lot of the imagery behind mm-hmm. this. Um, because the the vibe of the song, I don't know why, is just floating to mm-hmm. me, like. On waves or something, which is funny. The beginning of yeah. this is literally, do you roll with the waves or do you duck into deep blue safety? Um, which, again, it really does kind of, like, signify to me the parts of the story that I've kind of dived into about him not really having his own legs to stand on in this relationship, mm-hmm. not having his own confidence, right? Like, the do you roll with the waves? Do you Do you take what comes and you just deal with it, you vibe mm-hmm. with it, you exist? Or do you duck into deep blue safety, the deep blue safety could be jumping back into this toxic relationship mm-hmm. you know it's little things like that that just really bring this story to life to they me. do a ton of water imagery not image i guess imagery like hang on folks i'm sorry what are you doing you're, you're oh you're tangled cord my cord okay well, yeah, it's, it's, i was i wasn't blaming you my was just, cord. i'm the one that set these up it's my <laughs> fault but uh yeah they do a lot of like water and like waves mm-hmm. and like they have an entire song called atlantic on their last album i'm gonna keep referencing aqua regia too I aqua regia yeah. there's another one atlantic um oh my god there's another water song on there and i'm pretty sure it's a sinking body on the album cover yeah that's what it is mm-hmm. or rising <gasps> is it rising or is it sinking i don't know well both of them wait are... this the album is called this place will become your tomb so see look yep. And it's sinking. The yep, okay. So, and that's another thing too. It really does. The more and more I think about that, that this is him talking to himself, the lyrics start to make more sense, right? Do you pull at the chains, like I was talking about, puppet, puppet master? You know, symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship. Is he pulling at them to try to separate himself, or is he pushing himself back into, you know, what he says? Do you push into constant aching, knowing that this relationship isn't working, mm-hmm. but being too scared to leave? You know. It's it's little yeah it's mm-hmm. it's little things like that. There's that really... another line in um, a song before this. It's like, um, "Turn me into a mannequin and I'll turn you into my puppet queen." Yeah 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 yeah. 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 Kind of like that yeah. yeah. See you're getting it you're getting it. I. D- <laughs> he's telling me I'm getting it when he's yeah. the one late to the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm late to the party, but I you know. Oh, you did your research. The party arrives when I show up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. But yeah, this song's great. I would just give it a flat gas. Gas. It's a hit. Gas. Yeah, it's Might fun be to gas. To, yeah. Next uh, is another one of, but this is tough. Like, I put it in my notes for the last song. Um, or, sorry, I put it in the notes for the apparition that it's tough to pick a favorite because all of these songs are so fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Rain. why I was like super hesitant to do this album because it's like, I keep listening to your podcast and it's like, 
hit, 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 hit. And I'm like, I want to, I like, part of me wants to pick something that he's not going to like, mm-hmm. but also I don't okay. want to piss people off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but on top of that too, I've kind of come to the understanding because I keep saying that too and I keep thinking like I need to do something that I dislike, but I don't necessarily agree. I think there's plenty of people out there that listen to music and just shit all over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I have to be part of that. If somebody yeah. brings on an album and I don't like it, I'll be honest, but I don't want to seek that out anymore because mm-hmm. I just love talking about music that I love because mm-hmm. I I feel like there's more music out there I do love than I hate. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 totally fine with me, honestly. I guess the the old name for this podcast would have been better. What bangers, bangers of Brendan? Oh, yeah, because right. they're but literally all. It's too late. Bangers. Yeah, it's too late now. Like I. <laughs> no, I, I know. Song, I'm not saying change it. No, I know. But I, I think about it a lot, and then I'm like, but that song, like the intro track, <laughs> is my favorite part of this whole podcast because it was so. I talk about this. I swear, I've talked about this in the past few podcasts. It was so much fun to sit down and watch them do this. To so record like, their hey, can you guys like intro help me make a podcast intro? And they're like, "Dog, we got you." And of then course you know they them. Do. Yes, they're sitting there just adding a bunch of shit. And Carson, <laughs> I've never seen him laugh so hard in my life. He can't talk. He's his face is the reddest I've ever seen, and he he's like falling out of the chair. And if y'all don't know, Carson is their really drummer. scrinny, blonde, cute drummer that they have, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like. For him to describe him as dying on the floor laughing with a beat red face is great imagery yeah, with his yeah, yeah. <laughs> blonde ass hair. Yeah. Is he still blonde? Uh, I don't know. I he had a hat saw on. him yesterday, too. He had a hat on. He might still be. He might still be. Because he dyed it back. Oh, yeah. Huh, he did. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's blonde again. He might we'll be, he I'll, might I'll, not be blonde anymore. I'll sorry. Call him Scratch that. And be like, yo, hey, dude. Carson, what do you look like yeah. right now? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Are you naked? This is the last song that I actually put notes for. I specifically wanted the last two songs to kind of be freeform. So with this, I just put that this song is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to say this with every single song. Incredibly well put together. And just like beautifully performed. The way the chorus kicks in in the beginning gives me chills. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the way that the fucking the verse comes in, the coiled up like a venomous serpent, mm-hmm. the fucking oh, like a venomous. Oh my it's god! It's so good. It's again hypnotic. It's almost like you're. He says it right, like coiled up like a venomous serpent, um, tangled in your trance, and I'm certain it's like, bro, we're tangled in your trance. Like you're the doing, si- and I'm sitting there. Yeah, I feel like literally, like you watch those videos of the King Cobras getting played music, and they're just sitting there swaying. That's how I feel listening to this. It's just, it's so fucking good. I, uh, I also love the, uh, the, I know, I know the way mm-hmm. that it goes. I fucking love that part of the song. God, there's so much of this that's great. Um, yeah. This again, Rain, I feel like in context of the story, right? You listen to the lyrics in the beginning. For so long I have waited, so long that I owe it, almost became just a stoic statue fit for nobody. It's him it's to me it sounds like he's accepting that he's he's moving on right mm-hmm. and that the the lines you know for so, i've waited for so long so long that i almost became a stoic statue mm-hmm. so long that he almost like it's scary he almost couldn't get himself out yeah. anymore you know he didn't think that he'd ever be able to um i don't know if this is him discussing i think honestly it could be calling back to do you wish that you loved me I think I can finally say that the vicious cycle was over the moment you smiled at me. I want to say, like, originally, you know, first listen, I think he's talking about somebody else. I feel That's like, what again, I thought. 
as well. I think well. he's talking about himself again. Mm-hmm. And just like the rain, you cast the dust into nothing and wash out the salt from my hands. Because if you think about it at the end of the day, right? If you're thinking about the person, at least this is how I was. When I really sat down and accepted that the person that I was was somebody I didn't want to be and I had grown to despise myself and I wanted to change. Mm-hmm. The only way... I could go and ask everybody for forgiveness. It doesn't matter. The only way that I'm truly going to move on is if I forgive myself, if I smile back at me, right? Mm -hmm. Think about literally the lines from the last song. My reflection won't smile back at me. The song ends with him saying, smile back at me, Mm -hmm. please. I think it's him discussing himself again. I think it's him accepting himself and, right? So like, wash out the salt from my hands. So touch me again. I feel my shadow dissolving. Will you cleanse me with pleasure? It's that chemical cut that I can get down with up like the moons and out like the hounds. Like it's it's him taking it in and letting it out, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the the pleasure he's discussing is mm-hmm. him finally releasing and moving forward. There's pleasure in that. There's pleasure in being able to change and grow and become a better per- version of yourself. I could be way fucking off here, but this is at least how I look I'm at telling it. you he's going to send you a DM at and be like, hey, that's that's not it, chief. <laughs> He's not gonna say it like I that. I hope that I'd be like <laughs> cool concept, but wrong. <laughs> At least give me something, man. I'm trying so hard here, but uh, there's other lines that really kind of give that to me too, right? Like I'm coiled up like a venomous certain or a serpent. Sorry, certain, certain. Sure. I know, I know, I am what I am. The mouth of the wolf, the eyes of the lamb. Like it's him, you know. Kind of, uh, I guess. <sighs> What's the words that I'm looking for here? It's him kind of, again, accepting who he is and mm-hmm. moving on with that. You mm-hmm. know, that whole section. I know I know the way that it goes. You get what you give. You reap what you sow. Meaning, I'm going to have to deal with the karma that I've built up. But, and I think that's part of the reason, at least in context of the story, why he stayed. Is he believes that he deserves this, right? Mm-hmm. But I think now he's realizing that he's paid more than he's owed. Ouch. And he's... Relatable. Continuing to do so, yeah. <laughs> Paying more than he is supposed to. You know, it's like it's being taken advantage of because of the way you feel about yourself. So when you stand up and you accept yourself mm-hmm. and you accept that you don't deserve this and you leave, there's so much pleasure to be gained from that. You know Relatable. What I mean? Accepting who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Relatable. See? Yeah. See, you get it. Stop telling kidding. me I get it. Stop telling me I get it. Okay. I just wanted to see you do that again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Fucker. Nobody can say for certain it's if maybe it's all just a game. When I open my eyes to the future, I can hear you say my name. So rain down on me. It's mm-hmm. almost accepting. Yeah. Wash it out. Get it out of me. Me. Move on. Me. I love the chorus in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the verses. Uh, the pre-choruses, I guess you'd call them. Uh, and then the way that this song ends too, because it goes from the verse. Um and then it stops, pulls all back right to where it was in the beginning. Yeah. And it's just piano and him. Yep. And then the rain down no, on me. I fucking love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a great song. I. Uh, this is a pretty vibey song. Yeah. It's good. It's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm itching my eye. This You're fine. This song to me. A million out of ten. Triple gas. Everything I can give it. This is. Another one of my absolute favorites. I'm going to stop trying album. to rate or like put them in like a chart because yeah. I keep bumping them down again because I'm like, oh, wait, but this one's. Oh, my God. Uh, 
don't worry, I do that every yeah. podcast. Can they hear it? Yes. If I go out there? Yeah, they can hear oh, it. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's fine. I said excuse me. I think I ripped ass on the podcast with Bailey, and she was like... No, she you, you didn't hear it, but she announced it. Yeah. yeah so. And fine. then you talked about how she ripped one. I had to stop the podcast. We were <laughs> filming, and I stopped, deleted it, and I was like, we got to go. We got to get out of here for a minute. But yeah, so... What would you rate this song at least? Don't rate it in context of order. I know. Just... I, 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 it backfired as soon as I was like, wait a minute. I knew it. I when knew I was it getting towards too, the yeah. end of the album, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's a hit. Duh. Mm-hmm. Duh hit. It's a duh hit. Yeah. Duh hit. It's a rainy hit. Fair. <laughs> a rainy hit. Yep. And uh, so next we move on to Take Me Back to Eden. <laughs> um, one thing I want to say about the way this song starts out is it's really... It's again, it's a it's an example of story, untraditional storytelling. You hear all these animal noises, right? Birds you get this chirping, like it's almost like you're literally water walking flowing. through the gates of Eden and yeah. you're witnessing it for the first time. Yep. Right. This to me, in context of the story, I'm going to keep saying this for these last few songs because I have ideas <laughs> is he's these last few songs. He's been building himself up. Take me back to Eden mm-hmm. is him fully maturing and telling them this is it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Take me back to Eden is his last hoorah with this, right? It's this is him fully embracing it and s- the separation that ensues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I, I. It's another one of those ones that like you you get so much out of it. You're, and it's so beautiful. And I, I feel like we could sit here and we could talk about it forever, which we're going to do our best. But <laughs> it's not going to put it into perspective until you sit down and listen. This is an eight-minute song that feels like a three-minute song. Mm-hmm. It goes by so fast. It's eight fucking minutes. Eight minutes and 18 seconds. I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts, like we said, very much that we are walking into the gates of Eden, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's going back to this place to see this person. So I think once the music kind of pick, it's not really, I think it's just piano and him, right? You still hear the tranquility in the background of the post, like the birds and the, the water and the like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Fuck. <laughs> yeah, this song it really blows my mind. Um, where the summoning blew my mind for another reason. This does the same thing for a completely. I, I like. I had to sit down and listen to this song a few times all mm-hmm. at once because it's just there's so much going on. Um, so the lyrics start. I dream in phosphorescence, bleed through spaces, seeing you drifting past the fog, but no one told you where to go. We dri- we dive through crystal waters, perfect oceans, but no one told me not to breathe. And now the weightlessness recedes. Right. So. Oh God! Here we go. You're right. Okay, but hear me <laughs> out. Okay, I dr- the I dream in phosphorescence, bleed through spaces, see you drifting past the fogs, but no one told you where to go. If I'm 100 percent honest with you, I couldn't tell you what that means. No. The second section, though, we dive through crystal waters, perfect o- oceans, but no one told me not to breathe, and now the weightlessness recedes. That right there, in can you guys four, hear my eyes rolling? Four or five lines. Shut up. Four or five <laughs> lines. Perfectly describes the relationship to me okay but no one told me not to breathe breathing in this context i think means no one told me to like you know like take my time look around because when you do that you start seeing the flaws Mm -hmm. right you pick it apart yeah the weightlessness recedes the weightlessness of eden is gone now Mm -hmm. it's 
the weight of this relationship turning the way that it has. You know, it's it's no longer this perfect place. It's this it's almost taken on this evil depressing connotation because it's so you you saw what it once was and to see now what it is is mm-hmm. almost like you're pulling the veil back and you're witnessing it again and you're really accepting it for what it is. It's like brand new eyes. You're seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fucking chorus of the song, before I say anything about what I think it means, is uh, I think it's a, like, I will say, I think it's just a love letter. Like it's the final love mm-hmm. letter and it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and so depressing. Yeah. So it's my my those eyes like fire. I'm a winged insect. You're a funeral pyre. Come now, bite through these wires. I'm in waking hell, and the gods grow tired. I'll stop there because there's a lot left. Yeah. Um, I've kind of talked to you about. It. It's impossible for us to have not talked about this album a little bit. A little we live bit. together, but yeah. um, to me, I think it's like it's him discussing the attraction to something that will kill him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like bugs are attracted to fire, light, but mm-hmm. it's going to kill them. A bug zapper, right? Think of a yeah. cage, you know. Um, uh, you're a wing. I'm a winged insect. You're a funeral pyre. Come now, bite through these wires. It's him biting through his chains. It's mm-hmm. you know, again, think bugs ever is him getting out. <laughs> uh, I'm in waking hell, and the gods grow tired. The gods are his ascended form, mm-hmm. right? And he's living it over and over again. But even his higher self is getting tired of this. You know, it's yeah. It, there's there's so much in this one song. I haven't fully worked it out yet. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie to you. But this one's, a, I feel like this is a hard one. This is a hard one to code I a think little bit, honestly. The way that I would describe it is the first half of this song mm-hmm. is him walking into Eden, mm-hmm. finding the person. Deuces, the second half, where the uh, spit blood when I wake up starts. That's when him he starts spitting. Out. That's him walking Again? away. Yeah, that's yeah. him getting out of there and accepting it. Okay. And him just singing it to himself as he's walking out of the gates of Eden forever, mm-hmm. you know, um, shutting that possibility off. Uh, the rest of the chorus, reset my patient violence along both lines of a pathway higher. Grow back your sharpest teeth. You know my desire. I will travel far beyond the path of reason. Take me back to Eden. Take me back to Eden. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> it's so good. Yes. What do you have to say about this song? It's. Oh, I just <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's hard. It's spe- I'm it's speechless. It's kind of speechless about this song. Mm-hmm. Like this is my number one favorite song on this yeah. album, and there's not a whole lot I can say about it because it's so fucking good. It is so good, and I don't know. I just, yep. I'm like reading it. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's good. It's uh, I mean shit. I'll keep going, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. When it drops back down at the like towards the end of the song and um, it goes back into piano and it's like, dun, dun, I guess it goes to show like, oh, and that goes down like it brings down again mm-hmm. uh, and that picks back up into the, the chorus like, oh, my God, we were tangled up like branches in a flood. What other song is that from? Um, Chokehold. Yeah. So that's how he literally is ending it. I didn't even realize that was part of the that's lyrics not- there. Yeah. Take me back to yeah. Eden. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that Chokehold was like, I get it now that Chokehold was a good beginning this song. This is the release of the Chokehold. Yeah. 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 And uh, I do say there's some lyrics in the second verse here that confuse me a little bit, but I think Which it, one? Uh, room feels like a meat freezer. I dangle in like, like cold, cold cuts. cuts. <laughs> it's interesting. I think it is just him kind of like dumping it all behind and walking out 
with a new fresh lease on life, right? Like, well, yeah, I spit blood when I wake up, sink porcelain stain, choking up brain matter and makeup just two days since the mainframe went down and I'm still messed up. Room feels like, like a, a meat, meat freezer. freezer. I dangle in like cold cuts. I'm going to finish reading this. It's going to take a sec. He writes a lot of lyrics. Fight me about it. <laughs> Missed calls, answer phones from people I just don't trust, and mirror talk, fake love, but I'll take, take a, a pound of your flesh, flesh before you take, take a, a part piece. of my... my <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay. I slicked the microphone too. <laughs> Did you? That'll be a fun noise. But uh, before you take a piece of my paste up, white roses, black doves, godmother, godmother, rise up. I need you to see me for what I have become. It's almost like... You see what I'm saying? It's him walking away. It's him being like, yo, you ain't got this fucking chokehold on me no more. I I am something new. I am something that won't let you take something from me anymore. Yeah. You can't have it. It's Water me. Break. It's mine. And I, I'll just keep going. I, I love that because then the second chorus, it feels almost like the first one feels powerless almost like he's scared. Second one, super empowered. Mm -hmm. When it comes back in again, I fucking love it. I think the way that... The line, I need you to see me for what I have become, bleeds right into mm -hmm. the second chorus. It's so beautiful, man. Again, just the the sonic and lyrical storytelling on this album is something that I don't think that I could ever experience again in my life. This is a, a once-in-a-lifetime record. I saw a comment on Twitter, and it was like, I wish I could forget this album to listen to it to a for the first time all over again because that's kind of like this it's like it blows my mind how somebody i don't granted i don't know how old this guy is nobody does nobody knows who this person is but like he doesn't it doesn't i won't assume he's like a fucking 70 year old man like <laughs> what how if? are you this wise at this yeah. age you know what i mean not only in context of like book smarts mm -hmm. emotionally intelligent you yeah. know what i mean all the shit that you've gone through you come out the other side with this much of emotional stability, that's fucking crazy. I'm writing something about my albums being written about the exact opposite of that. Mm -hmm. It's the exact opposite of the, when you get to the end of the situation, the aftermath, you're left with a complete instability. Yeah. I'm fucking jealous in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this man, yep. like I'm happy for him because it, it sounds like he is so clear on what he wants to do and how he wants to yeah. be and it's just it's as it, it makes this song so much more beautiful to me that y like you have a destination in mind mm -hmm. you know what i mean you know where you're going from yeah. here on out yeah it's just yeah it's so beautiful i love this mm -hmm. fucking song and i love the this line the and i don't know what's got, what got hip fucking shit i can't talk today yeah okay I don't know what's got its teeth in me, but I'm about to bite back. Yeah. Like, he doesn't fucking care. Yeah, about to bite back in anger. I fucking love that. It's, yeah, no amount of yeah. self-sought fury will bring back the glory of innocence. Mm -hmm. It's, again, him accepting that I've done what I've done, but it is what it is. I can't change that, so I need to stop wasting time mm -hmm. on it. You know, I fucking, God. Ugh, God, I And love then the this. song ends with him screaming, take me back to Eden, take me back to Eden. Mm -hmm. Just like, it's, the, it's the release. It's the yeah. final release, and you, you're you done. That's it. You move on. Yep. This song, we talked about it for I don't know how long. We've been doing this podcast for how long? An hour and 45 minutes. And, uh, I mean, we. I feel like given more time, I could have spent the entire hour and 45 minutes just talking about this song alone, front to back, because... Go listen to this song. It's a long song. I know it can be daunting to listen to songs this long, but you but will like not you and it. I 
both have said it mm-hmm. is does not feel that it long. Doesn't. It's it doesn't feel this long it. at all. It almost like there's a part where it, it feels like a different song mm-hmm. almost, but it's got the same. And, and then it goes back into the chorus mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, wait, we're in the same song. Yep. Yeah. Um, can that I think that's kind of where it like doesn't feel as long is because it hits a point where you're like change it and then it what's that face i'm agreeing with you oh okay sorry that was a weird face I was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep Seems i fair? got no disagreement that is no, my complete yeah. and utter agreeance yeah. face yeah mm-hmm. it's it's yeah this it just it i said this yesterday when we were setting up i don't know if i've loved music this much in my life mm-hmm. ever because we have a lot there's a lot I know going on it, it's, yeah and it's like it's everything like mm-hmm. and it's weirdly enough it's not something that like I would typically listen to mm-hmm. you know it's nothing it's none of my typical listens mm-hmm. like I'm listening to fucking like crown or like asking or whatever like this doesn't hit any of those fucking notes but it is like he's a basic metalcore boy is what he's trying to tell yes, everybody it's, <laughs> yes it's, it's everything I didn't know that I like mm-hmm. would love and then I just I absolutely fell in love yeah. with it and it's yeah I think it, this album will stick with me I said this last week that possibly Dogma is one of my favorite albums of all time I think it still is but uh, Take Me Back to Eden I think I don't know if I think it's beyond a ranking like I can't I can't yeah. put it into words how I feel yeah. about this album like, not only did it, like, do so much for me in context of a listener, but, like, it's completely restructured we the way that I think about. We still have another song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, I know. like, rapping. I know. Sounds like you're wrapping well, us I mean, up this, here. This last song kind of is, too. But, I mean, like, it it just, like, it restructured the way that I think about a lot of things when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not that I'm going to sit and write an album like Sleep Token. I couldn't no. do that if I tried. But, like, the... The thought of like do what you want to be creative mm-hmm. however you want to because there's an audience for you out there no matter what you do yeah. you might as well just do something that you want to fucking do anyway mm-hmm. you know I I love that and I think that's that's where I'm going you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's where I want to be because it just it feels it sounds like it would be so freeing melodically and we well, always trapped in a bubble and no, in a cage and your entire life you know we, like we both because when you do when you do that. And eventually, like you're much, like you're. I mean, you're, you're maturing, and you know, your, your you voice that. goes downhill yeah. eventually. And there's like, you know, bands like Ask Alexandria. You know, like Danny can't really scream anymore. He is and learning, actually. He it well, I mean, but still, he's, you know, and like Ollie, and like I know Ollie's getting back into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like you know, but bands like that who got severely severely criticized when mm-hmm. they change genres which is crazy to me because like i, I mean i not really crazy it it just does go to show that being doing what you want to do is better for you mm-hmm. in the long run like you look at like Danny. i think doing what you want to do early on in your career is better i agree then because then they know yeah not to expect anything yeah like i mean people even still try to do that with slipknot as if slipknot from the beginning hasn't been a band of just doing whatever the hell that they want to do yeah you know what i mean like by volume three their third album they were so different like it was i would say they're still on a kind of a mold their own kind of mold i don't think Uh. so man like if you really if you listen to the genuine progression of that band Mm -hmm. it changes all right like slipknot the self-titled album is different than iowa iowa is different than volume three volume three to all hope is gone is different right all hope is gone to we are not or not we are not your kind point five point five to we are not your kind fucking mm-hmm. so on and so forth you know it's it's all different um i mean shit their first song on this new album was like a fucking 
jazz song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you're talking about the EP that they just released. No, 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 no. The the God, what was that album called? Uh, the end so far. Oh, okay. Um, what song was that? Adderall. Ah, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, like they they do what they yeah. want to, and they always have. It's just like when you're you know like you look at a band like Asking. Danny has been pretty vocal about the fact that he hated doing. Mm. metalcore songs mm-hmm. right if like i'm again i'm not saying anything because we wouldn't have gotten albums like reckless or relentless mm-hmm. from death to destiny but like they broke out with their fucking fifth album technically i'm just gonna call it their fourth um which one's the fifth one asking alexandria self-titled alone in a room into the fire yeah they broke out they did their own thing and it was good it was great but people shit all over them yeah. because they were yeah. expecting you know when danny left and then they brought in dennis and they did a classic back to basics old school mm-hmm. acid album then Danny came back and everybody was like what are we gonna get radio rock not metalcore yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what did you expect man like yeah. they're gonna do what they want to do like mm-hmm. leave them alone but yeah and then kind of the, like the same thing happened with Bringing the Horizon when they I feel like they tried to maybe do like a slow progression into it with Sempaternal I but feel like I feel like they Sempaternal and then they jumped yeah. And then when they jumped after Sempaternal, I fucking everybody loved was like that album after Sempaternal eh. though. What album? The um, Umbrella with uh True Friends and Drown and I mean just cuz we like it though doesn't mean like the mass of people well, weren't actually, mad that, that they album, changed. You're correct. Maybe I it was think, after that. I think it was Amo after that. that people blew yeah. like, blew their lid over cuz yeah. Amo was their pop album, which say what the fuck you want that album blew them up because mm-hmm. now they are who they are because they released but a they fucking changed. pop album yeah and they went back to do what they wanted their to fan do. base like, then changed yeah. though but still i mean even yeah. so they're back to doing heavier shit and people are still fucking complaining it's not like heavy heavy it's i mean it's heavy for mm. what their last two albums were. well they released amen with Lil uzi and that's heavy as fuck yeah but no but like you see what i mean like if you look at like amo and mm-hmm. like even the album before that with mm-hmm. uh throne and stuff like that that's heavy in comparison. Mm-hmm. There's breakdowns in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. Like, I don't think there was a single breakdown on fucking... Uh, God, what is the name of that album? I just want to call it the True Friends album, but I don't think that's right. It might be. No. I if it is. Uh, We're going to feel really dumb. <laughs> Thank you for vamping, Hannah. That's the spirit. Oh. Yep. That's um, the spirit. But, okay. So, to move on, right? Uh, take me back to Eden. <laughs> this song in particular, like we were saying, go listen to it. You will not regret it. Go listen to this whole fucking album front to back. It yeah. is one of the most profound musical experiences I think I've ever had mm. in my life. They come once in a while, and this is the one that I think I don't know if anything's gonna beat it because it's it's too good, man. Like it's mm-hmm. it's too good. But anyway, um, terrifying. It's next, terrifying how good it is. <laughs> I don't even want to fucking bother ranking it. It's beyond a rank. What the mind. album or no, the song? No, take me back to Eden. The song. Yeah, yeah. So let's just move on, man. Euclid. This is a skyscraper hit. Yeah, an untouchable hit. Okay, Euclid. Oh. It has got to be one of the most perfect outro tracks mm-hmm. on. On the face of the world, like world, in even, the world, this is the best outro track. You're hundred percent correct. Ever, ever. Because from the beginning, you know it's the last song. Yeah. Even, like if you're not paying attention to what's going on, you hear that piano and you're like, it sounds like the end of something. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, yeah. It's almost like Bear in the Big Blue House when they start singing the yeah. song at the end, and you're like, oh, it's over. Like you know, you know. And it starts out with just that piano again. I love when it's just piano and vessel. Mm-hmm. It's so good because his voice is so. How do I say it? 
well, unique, obviously, but very powerful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, one of my favorite parts, um, I, and in context of the story too, I think this is him. It's 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 weird in context of the story, right? But mm-hmm. Euclid feels to me like a a, a for real last ride. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. Maybe, I don't know, like, let's say in context of the story, maybe Sleep was like, okay, but can we have one more night together or mm-hmm. something like that, right? God. Euclid is the last night. What? I keep bumping into the mic. It's okay. Yeah. Hey, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, this is the, yeah, this is just the end. You know, you look at mm-hmm. uh, things like, uh, give me one last ride on a sunset skyline. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, this song is cathartically heartbreaking it's like it it hurts but it's a it's a peaceful hurt like you know that this is something that had to happen mm-hmm. and it's yeah i uh well, anyway one of my favorite parts in this song is the vocal production on the lyrics when he sings uh call me when you get the chance i can feel the walls around me closing in it's so like everything stops and it's just him, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's a vocoder or if it's just a bunch of harmonies stacked right on top of each other. Mm-hmm. It sounds so cool. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Um. Yeah. What's your favorite parts of this song, babe? I love the. Um, oh my god. I'm still like trying to learn lyrics very slowly but surely, and so I, like I'm like trying to make sure I'm saying the right lyrics. Don't sound like a freaking idiot. Got a vamp. Oh my god. Yen in reverse, you are all my symmetry. A parallel I would lay my life on. So if your wings won't find you heaven, I will bring it down like an ancient bygone. That line hits so hard. It does, yeah. So again, it's showing what we're listening to in songs like Are You Really Okay? It's that like understanding that while this isn't worked out, you're always going to have some sort of care for this person, Mm -hmm. you know, and you'll still do anything for this person, even if it didn't work out. It's a very like, again, it's it's, uh, talking about the emotional stability and maturity Mm -hmm. that Vessel has come to know. It's very like clear that while, you know, it's very clear in the lyrics here with specifically what you just said, Mm -hmm. like he's talking about literally ripping down heaven. For somebody. For somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Ugh, God. The one part of this song that gets me so... It's right after that part. Are you going to talk about the... Do, do you remember... <laughs> yeah. Do you remember me when the rain gathers and do you still believe that nothing else matters? For me, it's still the autumn leaves, the ancient canopies that we used to lay by beneath. Know by now these nights belong to you this bow is broken through. I must be someone new. Like it's you're like skipping an entire part instrumentally. Like you're yeah. like you're grouping this. Do but there's you there's a me. He, it does that and then it yeah. and it's and then it he keeps going and then it does it again and then it drops and he's like um is it for that? I think it's it's still the autumn leaves when it drops, right? Um, yeah, it, it's like for me, and then it draws. It's just piano. The autumn leaves, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's again, it's not only an example of like perfect writing music, like instrumentally, mm-hmm. but Vessel's ability to kind of just give the song exactly what it needs. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't do anything that's over the top it's Mm -mm. all very 
thought out and executed perfectly. I just, yeah. oh God, yeah. It's and to kind of go back, um, just after that part of the of that part of the song we were just talking about, mm-hmm. and you're talking about how he's maturing, becoming a new person. He's talking about um, this bow has broken through. I must be someone new. Mm-hmm. And then the, and it's the no, no for, for me. me. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's literally almost like we're witnessing the conversation. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's so heartbreaking, especially the way the song ends where everything's kind of going at once. You're mm-hmm. getting bits and pieces of all of these different songs and stuff's going on in the background. Even like he's taking lyrics from this song, I noticed, and he's using melodies from different songs, singing the lyrics from this mm-hmm. one. And like, he d- it's basically he's singing certain lines like uh, no for me it's still the autumn leaves but in the background it's the just run it back give me five whole minutes I am thick tar on the inside burning that's going on in the background every time he does that it's a different song that's what I've mm-hmm. noticed it's a different song that he's taking them the actual vocal melody from and mm-hmm. keeping the lyrics and moving forward with it and oh god yeah certain lines in this song I think will never like I, I won't forget is give me one last ride on the sunset skyline. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful that the section I just said, the do you remember me when the rain gathers? Uh, if they end their concert with this song, I will be, I will tears. cry. I will be, I in. will cry so fucking hard. Tears. So hard. Yeah. And I have only cried once at a concert. One time, one time. And it was warp tour. 2014 was 2014 might have been 2014 mm-hmm. 2015 might have been 2015 or tour 2015 and you it cried. was um i saw sleeping with sirens mm. and it was trophy father's tro- trophy son mm. and if you know me at all you know i have fucking daddy issues yep. so that song played and i was sobbing plus i was fucking exhausted yep. and sunburnt and it was awful and I hot cried. and there was a lot of people for Kellen Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> I cried the uh, 2016 or 2015. I saw Crown the Empire when they were touring Retrograde. Mm-hmm. And they played Machines. It was one of the last shows that Dave played with them. And oh, Dave. I, I, huh? Oh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I rushed to get to there. And I'm front and center. Mm-hmm. Right? And at one point, the guitarist, uh, the long-haired one, mm-hmm. stood on top of me. And I got to hold his leg up mm-hmm. for the guitar solo during Machines. Yeah. And I was like. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do really love that band. I was so happy to see that. Mm-hmm. But back to this song. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say before I say this? Because this is kind of where I want to end this song. Um, I just love the wrap up of this song, mm-hmm. too. Because it's it's the wrap up of the entire album. And it it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful ending to this album. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like with this, with this album that just the songs top, top each other, top each other, top each other, top each other. And then it gets to the end and you feel it. You feel that this is the end. And it's so it's hard to let go. Like, it's yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't want to stop. Exactly, yeah, I don't I don't want to say goodbye, which I guess yeah. kind of that's where I'll leave. This is with this. It's the last lyrics on the album. Uh, he says those lines again. If your wings won't find you heaven, I will bring it down like an ancient bygone. The whites of your eyes turn black in the low light. In turning divine, we tangle endlessly like lovers entwined. I know for the last time you will not be mine, so give me the night. Oh. And that's the ending of this oh. album. I think that's a perfect place to end it. Um, oh. 
The yeah. night belongs to you. Oh. I really cannot. I know. Oh my god. I cannot rate these last two songs. I don't think. No. I think that it's it's an injustice, in my opinion, to even try, because these last two songs are two of the most gorgeously written, performed, executed songs I have had the privilege of listening to <laughs> in my life. My ears have been graced. Yes. <laughs> yes. I 100% believe that. I I I am hard pressed to believe that we will get anything better in the next few years, centuries, maybe I don't from fucking them. know. Like we might maybe. get another good album from them. Let's hope. I've been told this is it. I have been told. I don't believe it is. People are going around. It's again the same thing about like them saying they wanted them to go heavy. People it's are so saying, hard because they're so secretive. They've yeah. only done one interview. Yep. One. One interview. Was Vessel even in it? Yeah, I think it was with. No, oh, might not have been with him. But no, they don't talk to anybody. Nothing. There's no interviews. There's no. If they were nothing. going to end it, if they were going to end it all, and this is the last thing though. Good for them. That's fine. I think that they... Did I'm a, good with that. They did a huge service to these last three songs. And on top of that, if they ended after this, this album will be immortalized forever. Yeah. Nobody will forget this album yeah. if they just disappear after this. They go on this last It'd tour. It'd be sad. Like, it's sad. But, like, if you if you think about, like... Like, I'm going to give an example. Like, Fit for a King is one of my favorite bands of all time. And... They're they're pumping out a lot of a lot of music. They're pumping out a lot of albums, a lot of music, a lot of whatever. Um, since the um first album I listened to of them, mm-hmm. it's Creation Destruction or whatever it's called. Um, so I've kind of followed them, and I felt like they hit a peak, and then some of their albums weren't really good. Sorry guys, I love you, but no. Um, and <laughs> then they came up with their most recent album, and I was like, okay, there's my fit for a king yeah, back. That album so that's amazing. what I would worry about with them is that's that exact, this, this is such a peak in this their career is the exact way that i felt not i'm not comparing these two albums at all and it's not even that i love these albums the same but it's the exact same way that i felt when i heard ice nine kills was releasing a second silver screen mm-hmm. it was like how do you top this that's how i'm gonna feel yeah. when sleep token second album comes around do not get me wrong Shit. with their ability oh no you dropped your ring no! um but with their ability to write songs and put them together i have no doubt we'll get another amazing album from these guys uh. if they so choose but yeah, if this is it though, that's it. They're going okay. out on the strongest hit possible. I'm good with that. Possibly, they literally came in. If that's the case, dropped two albums. Okay, that are I'm sure good. I have to listen to them. Dropped with this album, one of the best albums that has ever been released within this scene. Mm-hmm. I think ever. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a lot of great albums out there. I don't Jonesy. know if I could put this album. Sorry, that's our cat. On anything lower than at least one of the top albums that humanity has ever made. Yeah. I I understand that I may sound like I'm like just overselling it a little bit. This is truly how I feel about this album. And then they just disappear. They deserve that. That's cool. They deserve, that's that would be fucking so cool. amazing. That but would be so cool. If they give us another one, I also will not complain. And, it, and if this is the last album that they ever do mm-hmm. and they never reveal who they are. And ever. that's it. You ever. never know. Ever. I wouldn't be surprised. That would be a really cool way to end That would it all. be so just cool. Just leave us guessing. That's what yeah. Slipknot wanted to do. Yeah. They wanted to release their first album and then just dip. They should have. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Sorry. But, no, I love Slipknot, but yeah. like... It would have been I, cool. That's just cool. It would have been just like an cool. urban legend. Like that's what it becomes. You hey, know did what you I mean? hear... Did you ever heard of the band Sleep Token? Yeah. No. Man, they came around in what, like 2016, <laughs> released three amazing albums, and then disappeared. 
That's gonna be like then they had now they have a cult following now. Yeah, and nobody knows who they are. Now they follow. There's this no concerts. We deity just get called to, Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> we we do, we just get together to play their albums at a concert venue. They're not even playing. I'm sold. I would I would worship Sleep in a heart <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat. Actually, you know what? To be fair, I don't know if I would. No. Worships the deity Sleep. Be the vessel for it. Fuck no. Do you hear how in pain this guy is at all times? No. God damn. I've had enough traumatic shit in my life. That's, thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good. But anyway, uh, I'm glad you finally did, and you did good. You did a good job. This I don't fun. know. I, I like. I thought I warmed up. You but did. It's it's the same then thing. it makes me beat myself up for the beginning. Like, don't, don't like, worry about why it. was I being so? <laughs> you'll you'll find that the, when you like if you go to listen to it, it's not as bad as you think mm-hmm. it is. You know, you. I think you did a damn good job. We had a lot of fun, and yeah. I'm glad to finally get you in here. We'll have to get you. And in we, for didn't <laughs> we didn't argue. Didn't <laughs> argue. Solid, Hannah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else you want to say? No. You're whack. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. That's all we can't afford. And that is the show, everybody. I. Uh, yeah, I am literally recording this podcast and the outros and everything all in one day. I have officially run out of backlog stuff, and today was the first day that Hannah and I could sit down and do this. But I uh, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and I, I really want to stress that if you guys have not listened to this album yet, Sleep Token, uh, or sorry, Take Me Back to Eden by the band Sleep Token, uh, please go give it a listen. You know, it is genuinely one of the most amazing musical experiences I've ever had, and I... Uh, yeah, I, I sincerely hope that you guys did enjoy this. I had a lot of fun. I was really excited to get my fiance in here for the first time. I can't wait to do a bunch more with her. But anyway, I will leave you guys with that. I honestly have no fucking idea what podcast is going to be next week. So for all you guys who stick to the end, I can't really give you a sneak peek. So I apologize. But once again, as always, thank you all for listening. You know, I it really does mean a lot. And I'm happy I'm still able to, you know do this and have at least even if it's just one fucking person listening i'm just really excited to be able to still do this so thank you guys so much and uh yeah i will see y'all next time Bye bye